selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This week on the program, it's like a super watered-down Ready Player One. It's Free Guy. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Free Eric. Black Shirt Guy. And we hate movies.
everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. Happy New Year, such as it is. And of course, here on We Hate Movies, every January, it is some of the worst of the previous year month. And we're kicking things off with Free Guy, directed by Sean Levy. What, is, what did this dude direct? What I'm seeing here on the IMDb is he's got Free Guy, uh, Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb, This Is Where I Leave You, The Ugh. Internship, Real oh. Steel, Date Night, oh. oh, all the Night at the Museum movies, Pink Panther, Cheaper by the Dozen, Just Married. Uh, also, by the way, Chris, Black Shirt Guy sounds like he is an alt-right superstar, right? Yeah, like, totally, dude. I was well, like, where th- is this going? <laughs> Thank you for your service, Black Shirt Guy. Black Shirt Guy outside of his Starbucks <laughs> threw a coffee at some liberal's head. Thank you for your service, Black Shirt Guy. Yeah. Oh, this is where I leave you. Trash. Internship. Trash. Yeah. Date night. Trash. Man, fucking top to bottom trash with this guy. That's Steve Martin, Pink Panther. Woof. Mm-hmm. He's got... uh eight directing credits on episodes of a stranger things under his belt. Um, but yeah. Okay. Just yeah. Wanna- I don't know why. I don't know why I thought this was Ryan Reynolds reteaming with, uh, a Deadpool oh, person. because didn't that guy, didn't the Deadpool guy direct red notice? Is that what I'm thinking of? Let me look that up because I was- no. that's the central intelligence guy. What you're that's doing, right. Andrew, is you're mixing up the fact that uh, Ryan Reynolds no longer plays anything that is not remotely Deadpool. That's it's it. Just, uh, just, yeah. it's, it's just, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's and, actually Deadpool or not. He's just doing Dead, that. Deadpool has become Ryan Reynolds. Yes. All the way through. Like, it's just mm, not like yeah. his mint it, mobile commercials. It's like, oh, it's like Deadpool Celebi's fucking cell phones. Awesome. That's right. Also, by the way, yeah, it was Tim Miller, the dude who did the first Deadpool. He didn't do the second one, but he also did uh, a previous Fate, virtual right? live show, Terminator Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. Wow, see, so this is there a podcast. You're just joining us for the first time where we try to remember things. We kind of get them wrong. <laughs> yeah, just like way off base. Yeah. I oh. just, because it's one of those things where it's like, you know, Ryan Reynolds, the dude just pops up in so much shit and it's really hard to keep track because it's never a movie I care about. It's, but it's always the same thing now, right? I mean, I think, I mean, that Green Lantern movie was terrible, but he was trying to do, like, it, it's always been sort of this, but now it's only this. And it's, it's just the thing. It's just the thing. And it's so, watching this movie, uh, usually we, I watch this movie like the night before. I did watch this like literally hours ago. So it's not, it's really, really fresh. And like what bugged me about this uh, that I'm seeing a lot in a lot of like action blockbusters and comic book movies, et cetera, is this just like complete ironic detachment. And then it's like, well, so then why should I care? Like what? What if you if you don't give a shit? If you're just gonna look at the camera and be like, "But it's a movie, folks. Don't worry." So then I'm not gonna give a shit. Like you well, know what I mean? Like when you yeah. have when when the score s- swells in the third act. I remember in the first act when this guy told me nothing mattered. So I, I nothing matters. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, what you're saying it, it shifts so often that you can't like the tone shifts so often you can't keep anything steady. Yeah, like you yeah. can't. You're not sure what's going on at any time. Like at one point, you're. I mean. Even it even tries to be like an actual like good natured comedy at some time, like just the buddy comedy thing with him and Lil Rel. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's supposed to be like wholesome, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I just <laughs> yeah. listened to Taiki Watiti say God knows what. Oh my for Lord. fucking fifteen minutes. By God way, damn it! I always used to like him as a presence and stuff, but this movie burnt all that goodwill. I need that guy to go away for a little while. I couldn't believe it, dude. I have so much goodwill to that guy. You know, I like some of the movies he's directed. I like him as a performer. This 
performance is just I, I was so annoyed by it and it's not like well andrew he's the villain no 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 this is obnoxious he says what you talking about willis in the in the year of our lord 20 in the middle of a fucking pandemic that should be illegal okay <laughs> yep in yep. the middle of a pandemic you should not quote the a different strokes it's irresponsible it Dude, is I'm, absolutely I'm irresponsible it. I'm watching it last night, and I will say uh, I envy my wife for a lot of reasons. But one reason is she's very good at like tuning out the TV when it's on. Just this totally preternatural gift mm. of like she can be reading a fucking book, and I'll be watching a fucking Die Hard movie, and she won't even pay attention. Very envious. But last night when he fucking goes, "What you talking about, Willis?" She looks up and goes, "The fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> like it was that powerful of a stupid moment. <laughs> It just and the the thing I was realizing too, yeah, like just with the whole like brushing it off, like not taking it seriously or whatever, like the fact that they have to act that way toward all of the like action and violence mm -hmm. and shit that's going on, because it's like LOL, we're all just like NPCs and that's the gag. It makes it impossible for you to get invested in anything. And yep. then all of a sudden in the third act, they're like, Oh, please be invested in this story. Please care about these characters. <laughs> and I was like, Why? You spent an hour and 20 minutes of this two-hour movie telling me that none of that mattered. And for a movie that is ultimately about, like, the difference between your online life and your exterior, like, reality, it blends those two things all the time. Yep. Like, perspective-wise, it's just, like, when she said, when when uh, uh, Villeneuve, I forget uh, the actor. Uh, Jody Cromer. Uh, when she says he's handsome... She's clearly talking about Ryan Reynolds in the game, like when we see actual Ryan Reynolds. But the only Ryan Reynolds she's actually seen is the pixelated, like <laughs> yep. blank face, double Doc like uh, golden eye version of him. <laughs> yes, like, the Dr. Doke Ryan Reynolds. Yes, yeah, the, the dokeified Reynolds. <laughs> so as soon as she, I hear her say, oh, he's so handsome, like she is out of her fucking mind. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right. Well, this whole movie is sort of about how like everyone is brainwashed into watching Twitch streams and whatever. And I know it's wonderful, kids. I know it's great. It's a good time. But but you're right. The Dr. Doke thing is just so wild to me. Like, the, and then- Ugh, God, I hated this movie. <laughs> I think I'm maybe sorry. what I, I you know what I, I want to say it's okay to like a movie. It's okay sure. to like this movie. This movie is eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie is uh, people love this movie, so I want to say it's okay to like it, but I do not. I was kind of stunned. So this was, uh, I mean, I guess the 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 dime store synopsis of this movie is um, somebody had the Truman Show on while they were playing uh, Grand <laughs> yeah. Theft Auto, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. good idea." Uh, Ryan Reynolds is, a, is an NPC that becomes self-aware in a uh, Fortnite slash Grand Theft Auto type world. Jodie Cromer has something to do, and then they figure it out. And then we do for, like for those uh, not in the know, NPC is video game speak for a non-playable character, mm -hmm. right? So meaning that like he can die and respawn, and he'll be fine. He's not like a person of consequence or whatever. He's not a player. So that gives us an avenue yes, right. to do Groundhog Day in the middle of this as well. Yep. Also, mm -hmm. yes. To make yep. it two hours, it has to be two hours. <laughs> I, you know what, dude? A buck fifty-five. I was pretty happy with it. I'll be honest. It's You're, sad, that but five it's, minutes means that much to you. <laughs> it really does, Chris. <laughs> At this point. It really does. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, because it's it's annoying, right? Because you're like, well, at least it's under two hours, but then like you're watching it. I mean, there was a part I paused the movie and like 
excluding the fact that there's probably, I don't know, like a healthy, robust seven to eight minutes worth of credits in this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I still had like 35 minutes left and I could not believe my eyes looking (laughs) at the time code. But you're right, because to Chris's point, it just keeps moving. It keeps changing the game and not in a organic way and not in a conducive way to a narrative. So it's just like, so who do I care about? Like, is it Joe Keery? Is it not Joe Keery? Is it, you know what I mean? Is it Joe yep. Cromer? Is it Ryan Reynolds? Is he like actually a thing with feelings that I should really care about? Oh, no, okay. he's gone for 20 minutes. Okay, cool. There's a moment like 60 minutes in where you see the crest of a 90 minute movie. Like, <laughs> like it's at the bubblegum ice cream moment where they're like, tomorrow they're going to erase the whole thing. And you're like, you have 30 minutes. You could sew this all up. You could do <laughs> yep. it. You could really fucking do it. Yeah, but of yep. course, they're not going to do it because they have you by a chokehold and they're just going to keep you there for another that's, fucking. Uh. That's the Chris Cabot equivalent of like packing this movie's bags for the airport. No, you can make it. No, no, no. Come on. All right, come on. Just, listen, listen. Come no, on, you don't. Come on. Just skip the breakfast. You don't need breakfast. You can, I got an RX bar here. You just eat it on the train. You'll be fine. You're gonna make the. You're gonna make the flight. You're gonna make the flight. I swear to God. Just, I, just, just go, go, go. You put the jam in the yogurt and then you stir it up with the tiny spoon <laughs> they give you there at the bottom. Don't worry about it. Just eat it. No, forget the fucking. You don't need a fucking shower. Just wear, wear a hat. Wear a hat. Credits are coming. Just put some deodorant on. Get in the car. <laughs> Do you have your driver's license out? Get it out. <laughs> it's just, yeah. You're totally right. And, and you know, part of that too is because they're like, well. We couldn't possibly do a movie like this and not have some sort of romantic whatever. And because it would be supremely weird if you ended this movie. And actually, maybe it would have worked. Who knows? It would have been weird, though. And, of course, remember, this is 20th Century Studios. We're talking about a big studio picture here. It would be weird if you didn't end this movie with some sort of romantic blah, blah, blah. And she can't be going in the game and fucking this NPC. So you have to have this extended other thing that winds up adding another 10 minutes onto the movie where it's like Joe Keery's character actually really, really loves Jodie Comer's <sighs> character. And, you know and that's cr- like a fucking thing at the end. What's crazy about that is then you start to realize, oh, you know, she loves bubblegum ice cream as well. And it's like, oh, so free guys, all this personality, all this stuff that made him like this self-aware AI was just Joe writing in code of shit she likes. Yeah, so yeah. He's, it's not like he's, you know, necessarily have any free. He doesn't have any free will whatsoever. He just likes what she likes because he was written that way. Yeah, it, I feel like it takes it takes like air out of the tire of his character. It absolutely does. It will get to the, the ending drives me insane when uh, they get together because it just makes no sense. It makes I'm, I'll say it now what the fuck it, it makes no <laughs> sense that like all throughout this the whole point is she's like. No, I don't. I'm not it. Like, I have no interest in this guy as a romantic person at all. It's just there's like three different points where the, she's like, nope, we don't have a thing. It's not a thing. And then at the end, because she finds out that he was Ryan Reynolds code, it, it, it works <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, turn it all around. Yeah. No, I want to fuck you now. Yeah. yeah we're well, we're well, get together he, forever because he's Ryan Reynolds with a flesh dick, not a computer. dick. Ooh, so that's uh, like a little. That's a bit of a better situation when you think about it in the cold light of day. But I but, guarantee but you, stick. this character has has woken up to like, wait, so Joe Keery liked my Facebook post from six years ago? What happened? <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, four Keys. o'clock. The- <laughs> Keys, what were you doing, man? You liked that post? Oh, no, that was from last Christmas. <laughs> no, that must have been the algorithm of Facebook obviously not working correctly. I mean, if I programmed it, it wouldn't have done that. 
I really got to take those Jamaica pictures down. I really do. I just, you know, I didn't. <laughs> you know, uh, Molotov, uh, uh, I like this uh, dress you have on here, but not as much as I like the one from uh, January 2016. Uh, I think it was the 27th. It was a Thursday, I believe. <laughs> oh, remember the dress you wore at your graduation party? Ooh, that was a good one. No, I don't. <laughs> You mean 12 years ago? <laughs> uh, I, so this movie starts with, and I mean, again, it's a Ryan Reynolds movie. Uh, so it starts with Ryan Reynolds. And like he, I actually think that this movie would be a much, I mean, they would have to go through a lot of different stuff, but it, it would be a better movie if you had like Ed Helms as this character or somebody yep. that's a little dopier that like can yeah. do this dopey NPC thing. And then when he starts doing, you know, action guy stuff it's like oh shit that's ed helms with a fucking bazooka that's pretty funny you know what i mean and like, yes, yes exactly the juxtaposition of a non-action star riding around on motorcycles firing guns off you're absolutely right like the fact that this is just another stud ryan reynolds performance yes. like there's there's nothing about that that's entertaining you i'm know, sorry i mean and, honestly- as a, and as a dude who was like I could have gone with this. We could have done fucking Red Notice all the same because he's just as fucking asleep at the wheel in that movie, too. I mean, it's actually way worse because that's like it's just it triples down on sarcastic Ryan Reynolds not giving a fuck about anything in the world kind Mm. of persona. At least in this, he's forced to like have this air of like everything's peachy for like a lot of the movie. And it's something the Red Notice is so uh, aggravating because we're not going to talk about it ever again, but uh, <laughs> it's really aggravating because it's three leads who can only play themselves. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's it, all three of them cannot do anything else. They are not capable <laughs> of doing it. They're terrible at it. The Rock comes closest, and he, but he gave that up, I think, probably a decade ago. Uh, yeah. And, and Gal Gadot is just terrible. Commercials. So, like, what mm-hmm. the fu- Like, it's just absolute dragging the whole time. Real quick yeah. on the Ed Helms uh, angle, Lil Rel's right there, yeah. switch buddy and guy. I think he would have yep. been better yes. lead. I think Lil Rel is fucking great. You know, I've, I've seen him in like, I don't know, maybe like three or four movies at this point. I think he's hilarious. And you're totally right. That would have been awesome. He, you know, in all these like crazy situations. You know, there'd be fucking screaming and, you know, it would all just work. Like, that's the other thing, too, yeah. right? Ryan Reynolds is never, like, scared of any he's of this. He's somehow too cool for school, you know, yes. while while trying to figure out that he's an actual person, maybe. it's It, it doesn't come together. You're right, because of that, that detachment and celebrities just playing themselves in movies has been a problem for a while. And, you know, I guess you could look at stardom in a certain angle that it works in certain cases for sure, but... I did. I didn't see Red Notice, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because it sounds yep. like a familiar tale there. Yeah, it's it's fucking abysmal. And I mean, the thing about Dwayne Johnson too that's funny is like the dude got famous playing the exact opposite of the kind of guy he actually is. Like when The Rock was a heel in WWF, like he was masterful at that. Like the fact that he doesn't get to do that in these movies ever once play anything other than a fucking big bald dude that loves his own tequila like <laughs> it's a fucking it's a fucking waste of everybody's time including his own uh you know it's a waste of everybody's time uh Channing Tatum in this movie you could fucking save it you could really <laughs> just save it from me and again because we have to be 
uh, thrilled that we're seeing Channing Tatum do. I don't even know. Like, I, I guess the joke is like Channing Tatum's this huge star, which he kind of isn't. Uh, and like, could you believe he's only in this movie for 10 minutes? Like, I haven't seen Channing in anything that big for a while now. It's like, I don't know. Do you kind of lucky to be a free guy, not to be a dick? But I think the other gag there, though, is, you know, it's a delayed gag because you meet Channing Tatum earlier in the movie. You don't see who he's like the video game stand in for until later in the movie where it is this like piggish looking teenage boy. And that's kind of funny. And it's not really a joke about Channing Tatum being famous. It's a joke about Channing Tatum being hot. And I have to say, the other thing is, I will admit to fucking laughing at him in this movie. Whatever. I'm a fucking ignoramus. You're fine. But him, you get a little bit of this in this in the, towards the end of the movie. You get to see him dance a little bit. And I got to tell you, hot diggity damn, that guy's still got it on the dance floor. <laughs> now, you know, this movie decries uh, intellectual property and sequels being yep. the main form of entertainment. While I believe I read online, I don't know if this is true or not because I don't know anything about it. But apparently some of those dances he were he was doing was Fortnite dances. Oh, and, is that right? So we're doing, a, we're, we're doing a commercial for another video game. That's what that dance was. Yes, every time this movie gets hoity-toity about intellectual property and newness, you could just fucking suck on something. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, it can, it can be your avatar's dicks. I mean, you. especially once you introduce you later in the movie introduce Captain America's shield and a lightsaber and all that shit. You your argument is gone now. Yep. Yeah, and are, are you going to also are you going to make Free Guy too? If you were offered it, I'm sure you would. You're Sean I, Levy. I just read uh, that they're doing it, so. Of course, yeah. of course they are. Of course they're doing it. So what the fuck? Who cares? Why? Why? why yeah. So like it's it's Channing Tatum. You see him like do like a run, like a Grand Theft Auto kind of esque run of like blowing shit up, and like then Ryan Reynolds goes to work, kind of a thing. And it's him. Yeah, and, and Ryan Reynolds is like voiceovering here. Oh, yes. He's like. Here's how things work in Free City, and there's a bunch of the cool people that get to do stuff wear sunglasses, and that's you see Channing Tatum, and it's like that thing where Ryan Reynolds is like walking to work at the bank, and Channing Tatum's fucking got five stars, you know, or what do they call yes. in this movie? Five badges, badges yes. on on Free City, and he's getting chased by helicopters, and like the gag, which is fine once. But it's the same joke that makes up the first eh, 45 to 50 minutes of this movie is the whole like crazy shit is happening and the NPCs don't acknowledge it. Isn't that hilarious? Yes. One or two times it was pretty funny. And then it just really got old. But that's like the whole intro to the character. I would say that is 50% of the movie. If you take away all the other stuff, like not even like, even like it comes up later. They keep doing it later in the movie when we've already settled all this shit. Right. And like this whole thing. So, yes, he works at this bank with Lil Rel and the people with the sunglasses are the like, I've never noticed that as the, is that like the notifying thing in Fortnite? It's not right. Everybody has like different. I couldn't tell you, dude. I still don't even really know what you do in Fortnite. I have not the faintest idea. I think it's like guns that like shoot like building supplies or something. (laughs) That's part of it. Yes. Yes. You do that and you build things as well. You can build uh, stairs. But it's, it's, I mean, I I think the sunglasses are just a fun 
visual way to be like that is how that that's the user interface i guess you yeah know? right well because that's we're we're taking a little bit of a notice from they live here right yes it's like when oh, ryan yeah. reynolds yes. when ryan reynolds goofily stumbles on a pair of these glasses and puts them on he now can see all the game operation things and later in the film he, see. he does try to get little rel to uh put on the sunglasses he should have beat him half to death next to his dumpster. Dude, you're right. They should have had a fucking 15 minute fight. Yeah, it would have been something. Well, uh, uh, whereas in They Live, you put on the glasses and you see like the truth of everything at these. You see you see all this awesome stuff you get to have now. Yeah, well, exactly. It's, it's, it's like uh, They Live if uh, consumerism is awesome. It's just like <laughs> sick. It's like, uh, bye, bye. Absolutely. Great idea, skeleton person. It's Live They. <laughs> live they don't you want to take this money from this dead man that's a good thing <laughs> well that's like um buck flower in that movie right yeah. he's like yeah. the bum but then like he immediately gets into it which is honestly probably how i'd be oh absolutely. If, if the aliens want to come down here now and talk to me let's do yep. it yep the that's aliens right. in that movie, yeah, I'll let a body snatcher get me. Uh, yes, I'll continue eating steak in the Matrix. You know, that's that's the move. Is surrendering early, folks? Is the move. <laughs> yeah. you, you want to be? It's like a, it's a pyramid scheme, not unlike NFTs. You want to get in at the early stage so that all these other simps are uh, are are scrambling around. So yeah, the alien. Uh, the first time I see an alien, like tell me who you want me to fuck, dude, and <laughs> yeah. I will yep. be. I will be a viceroy in your galactic <laughs> empire. I will murder my family for viceroyship, dude. Oh man, that'd be so cool. Uh, there's a thing that's a, that's a, a plus for the early parts of this movie, and it's kind of an it's one of the only reasons I was hip to the Groundhog Dayness of it all, is because you get fucking Mariah Carey's fantasy repeated, and I have to say. Total banger of a song. It's a butt bopper, dude. I was butt bopping on my couch. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you cannot help but do that, man. Mm. Especially when you fucking get the Tom Tom Club sample oh, in there. Yes. Absolutely. You bet your ass I'm dancing to that song. <laughs> I believe the and trivia I, said that Ryan Reynolds asked her personally if they could use it. Are you still paying for it? Yeah, yeah, we'll pay for it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> Fine. Get out of my house. <laughs> Are you going to do a shitty slow version at the end? Yeah, we're going to do a slow version at the end. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Slow version. Piece of shit. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, piece, of Rel, got, piece of shit got it. Uh, Lil Rel is buddy. Uh, yeah. The security guard at the bank. And yeah, we get this bank robbery scene where it's like a bunch of players run in to rob the bank. And, you know, Lil Rel drops his gun to the ground. And this is, I fucking really did not care for this idea of like every time this is happening it's such commonplace to them they're having like chipper conversations during it like well, yeah what do you you know npcs you have one job to react to the fucking scenario that's in front of you like well, you should be scared that's my question uh and maybe i didn't watch the movie properly and i have three very smart people that can help me with this uh, are they all self-aware from the jump or does ryan reynolds actually break the code because, like, if they're NPCs, they wouldn't have side conversations. They wouldn't have, right. like, or is this like a Toy Story thing, kind of, sort of, like, when you're not looking at the NC NPCs, they're going out for coffee together, I guess? It's a, t it's a Toy Story thing, dude. I think it is, because, mm -hmm. like, 
way later in the movie when fuck it, whatever the server gets reset and Ryan Reynolds like loses his memory and whatever, like, and Jodie Comer comes up to him after that reboot and tries to talk to him. She has a conversation with him, but it's just a conversation where it's like, he just doesn't recognize her. So yeah, I think it's a thing where it's like when the player isn't looking, they're having these kind of like independent lives. Not that they break from their, uh, not that they break from their like routines or whatever that they have to do, but like clearly there's off time here. Like we see at one point, of course, Ryan Reynolds' apartment. We see Lil Rel's got an apartment that he lives in. So they're not like getting locked in a fucking Borg charging chamber yeah. or I something. Think <laughs> all this is to like make it relatable for the audience, like a day to day, you know, like the everydayness of it. Like, oh, I wake up with a goldfish too. I guess, you know, it's it's sort of like me and my friend at work. But if crazy things were but, happening because we're in a video game. Yeah. But it would. But it would be more effective if, like, what what Steve was suggesting is true. Like, if it was, like, nobody talks to one another. Like, there yes. is no, like, friendship. And then all of a sudden, when you become self-aware, you be you become able to make friends, which is, like, breaking out of your, your shell and everything right. like that. But, every, but, like, yep. the fact that they do this is just literally because they want to have, like, chipper bullshit jokes between Lil Rel and Ryan Reynolds going on the whole time. They should just reboot every single day and not have any like oh yeah sick narrative yeah. string of getting beers on the beach with Buddy you know no it's just yeah. like I you know uh, it's it's your classic NPC of just like I don't know can't wait for the fucking festival in three days can't wait for the festival <laughs> yeah yeah it's every you know it, it should end like the Prestige where every day the NPC is like murdered and rebirthed. <laughs> 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 This is all these tanks of prestige uh, Ryan Reynolds at the bottom. I like that. I mean, but they do try to have it both ways, though, because there's like a couple of these NPCs that he passes on the street throughout the entire movie. And they say the same thing all the time. Like the guy who's asking for like reports to be on his desk and the girl who's like, wow, the big city or whatever. So they, they work it both ways, which means like. They're just doing whatever was convenient to the script, which is indeed bad writing. And Jodie Cromer shows up and she's like trying to get something from somebody this entire movie. And I'll be honest, I was like, what is her? I know what I know what her deal was, but I didn't really like kind of get whatever this MacGuffin of whatever, like, you know, the video. Right. So as someone who watched this movie twice now, I can maybe help you out there. (laughs) So she, she like wrote a code for a video game, I guess with Joe Curie. uh, Right. And they, it was stolen question mark by Antoine who then wrote it into the the way, the way. Yeah. The way that Joe Curie tells it anyway, is that he bought them. He bought it out. And then shell he said that he shelved it. But right. the idea is he secretly stole it and used it to build Free City. So she's going into the game and like harassing other players, one of which, which is right here, uh, this guy in the mask is actually uh Hugh Jackman, FYI. No, really? yeah, that's what I, if IMDB trivia is to be believed, it's Hugh Jackman, the one like she's like, you know, don't ask me any questions, guy. And I knew it had right. to be somebody stupid. <laughs> well, that's just like everybody says that. <laughs> everybody says that like Daniel Craig was in the Last Jedi. I mean, yes. I still kind of refuse to believe. 
Like, what do I care? Like, what do I care? What I like about Hugh Jackman is his face. Yeah. Like, and his ability to be tattooed. Like, him just being in a costume. Okay, cool. I like his Could be anybody in that fucking thing. I like like those muscles on him. Exactly. Absolutely. Those two, yeah. Well, dude, you know what, though, Chris Cabin? You can't fucking have him in this movie because if and, you know, when Free Guy 2 happens, there's your fucking Wolverine cameo. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, do, um, but we don't do faces. It's no, he is an IMDb as masked player in Alley, so uh, he's credited. Uh, he's there. That's awesome. Oh, that's nice. That's <laughs> really that? good. <laughs> what a great use of Hugh Jackman's time. Yeah, well, he he was on a telephone, right? Like that's not his body. What? Oh no, yeah, I'm well, sorry. No. I was just sort of like, oh no. Blah blah blah. Jody, Cro- who's Jody Cromer? Oh yeah, Kill Eve. Great. Uh, okay, Steve, cool. you, I, I'm uh, Steve. I'm stopping a bunch of tweets. You're putting an extra R in this woman's oh, name. Oh, is it just it's Comer? It's Comer. Just I've been saying Cromer this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you weren't calling her Crandall. Yeah. I uh, so Jody Kramer, uh, great actress. <laughs> I've just been excellent in the last duel, I, I have, <laughs> which I have not seen yet criminally. Um, but uh, I just been calling her Ray's mother. Mm. That's how mm-hmm. I know her. Ray's mom's got it going on. Yeah, I, I was into that first <laughs> season of Killing Eve, and then I just said no thanks. I, I even like that second season, but yeah, okay. it's it's. I, I think it's all about watching uh, her and Sandra O. Oh, so it kind of. I think she's kind of great. Not great in this movie, but she is doing her goddamn like out of every, her and Joe Curie actually are doing their goddamnness to make this a movie, and I appreciate that at least. I think. I, yeah, I think the two of them are are totally totally fine in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, I was trying to figure out, I don't think I'd actually, because I too have not seen The Last Duel yet, and I have not seen any of Killing Eve. I don't know that I'd seen her in anything. Mm. She's great in in, uh, in The Last Duel. Uh, I wasn't that big of it. I wasn't that big into that either. Like she's, she's turning into this person that is like really exciting to watch and things that aren't fantastic. So I hope Mm -hmm. she gets something that's fantastic. Andrew, you saw. The other guy too. What? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You saw Rise of Skywalker right there. Oh, that's true. She she's Ray's that mom. Movie's... That's what I was referencing. But no, yeah. I know that. I mean, she's not. Uh, she's not. That movie also isn't fantastic. No, I know. I, and she's got like five seconds in it, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I don't think she says a word. I think it's all like music <laughs> over her just running and really? screaming. There isn't like a come on, come on now. Maybe, maybe there's a come on, come on. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Is your father your father's who? That old <laughs> that old guy that runs the universe. Oh, Ew. That Ew. turns me on. <laughs> oh yeah! If dude. she went the other way with it, maybe that's what it was do about, we, dude. Do we get a planet? <laughs> oh, yes. What's the situation? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, man. I have seen that terrible Star Wars movie precisely one time, and Eric, when you were saying that about like Ray's mom, I thought you were just joking. We meet Ray's mom in that movie. <laughs> you do. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, baby. What the fuck? Yeah, there's like a shot of. There's a shot of like Ray's mom and dad being like, no, 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 leave the vegetables or whatever. We got to go or some shit. Some like we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're got to get <laughs> out of right. here type of scene. Yeah, there, there's some turn up drama. I was having a real Dustin Hoffman and Star Wars kind of moment right there. You know, the other guy I want to credit uh, as I think being totally entertaining in this movie is the uh, comedian Utkash Ambudkar. Uh, yeah. Maybe I butchered his name, but the dude who plays Mouser, yes. sort of like Joe Keery's. Joe Keery plays Keys mm. uh, and mm-hmm. his sort of like co-worker who kind of has this like, you know, antagonistic relationship with Joe Keery's character and then winds up like siding with Taika for most of the movie. 
He's funny. He's yes. been in um he was in that movie Britney Runs a Marathon, which I actually I didn't think was great, but he's pretty pretty good in it. Um and he's on that Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but then he's also on that show Ghosts, which I know a good amount of folks are watching these days. But uh, anyway, yeah, I thought I thought highlight him as well. I thought he was funny and affable, and I liked his scenes with Joe, and also the like the brown nosing scenes with uh, with I'll call him TW. How about that? Taika with you, Taika. Taika, hey man, I'm gonna butcher it. Uh, but so like he you know he finds these sunglasses and uh, well he he sees her and he's like oh my god I'm in love with that girl I have to follow her she's like humming yeah she's humming fantasy that's right yeah which is sort of like his you know his code his activation code kind of a thing to become right yeah there are three flowers in a vase (laughs) now kill her Jason (laughs) Um, Do you get the yeah, headaches, so that, guy? <laughs> <laughs> that sort of sets her off because she's like, oh, that NPC isn't supposed to say that. Like his whole repeated line is like, don't have a good day. Have a great day. Yes. And she is like a avid player of this game. Hears him say, love that song. And she's like, what the fuck? But then he gets hilariously hit by a train. And that's kind of the end of that. For the moment, he uh, they never really st- address the respawn yeah. thing, like the existential part. Like, because again, in, mm-hmm. in Groundhog Day, he has that moment of like, I could die, and blah, blah, you know what I mean. And it's you know, it's it's funny and it's it's sharp, and he's eating all this food and he's doing all this stuff. Here, it's just sort of like it's an inconvenience. He never kind of grapples with like, holy fuck, that, I thought I was dead. That is a great right. point because like he presumably, you know, was just doing his job, going to the bank every day, getting his coffee with uh, two milks and one sugar or whatever, or milk and two sugars, which is, by the way, how uh, uh, Jody Comer likes her coffee. So uh, it's more of that code written in, the love code. But he should have I that remember moment. what your coffee was. <laughs> he should have that moment of like, didn't I fucking die? Shouldn't death mean something in some way to yes. these NPCs? But yep. I guess th- it's also defeated with that bank scene where they're nonchalantly talking while it's being knocked over. Like, why aren't they scared there? Why don't they fear death? And what does it mean to to die every day? Shouldn't he have some kind of thought about it? Well, that's what should be in that scene when she's like, no, I, I know I told you that your life's a game, but your life's a game. <laughs> and like that's the biggest revelation in the world to him. It's the big emotional moment for him. In that moment, you should say, like, why did I die all those times? What, yes. like, what, what happened to me? And all it is is like, he's like, you said that my life was a game, but now you're saying it's a game? I, <laughs> you know, wh- what? Here, here's the thing. When he goes into that existential crisis, because this movie has not met a fucking musical montage, it does not care for mm-hmm. it. Uh, you could toss one in where it's like, I don't, I don't know, like raindrops keep falling on my head. And he's just like uh-huh. committing suicide. Yes. Repeatedly, yes. you know, like just like Bill Murray does, you know, and like, it would be something, but the fact that it's like we're supposed to believe on the one hand that this NPC is like this hyper-intelligent AR, AI that's like growing and finding its humanity, but then it doesn't grapple with one of humanity's greatest <laughs> obsessions. Yes. Like, come on, man. Even when she's, Let's get fucking freaky here. Even when she's like, this whole world will end tomorrow. He's not like, holy fuck, my existence, my computer existence. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, let's do something here. 
Uh, nope, he's just really bummed. He's just really bummed <laughs> that that happened and that his, his life's a game. That's kind of me with Omnicrom right now. I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> World's ending again. There's another... There's another thing that sort of appears to be like a little bit of a missed opportunity because it happens once, it's kind of cool, and then never happens again, where he goes into the coffee shop that he goes to every day, and it's the same barista and whatever, and she's like, oh, here you go, here's your coffee, two milks, one sugar, or whatever, and he's like, actually, today I'd like to try a cappuccino, and like, all the other NPCs in the cafe start getting like kind of nasty with them like yeah mm-hmm. the fuck did you say you order a fucking coffee there is a yeah. there's cream a tank or whatever there's a tank out the window that starts aiming at him so that could be something if he continues to get self-awareness maybe the other npcs work against him that could be a thing yep exactly they all start looking for a split second like they're gonna turn on him like you better fucking get in line man but then like the movie never has that moment ever again and it's kind of it was a cool like oh fuck what are they gonna do to him but like ah, forget it mm-hmm. it's just gone mm-hmm. whatever there's another whatever. scene coming there's another scene that we gotta do let's go <laughs> get uh, out of the way there's another scene coming. no we did the joke about the coffee that was fun and that's it now it's over we don't have to think about that ever again it's it's right it's not like these are building on each other andrew yes a, a vague flash <laughs> of uh, a threat of violence that will never come up again really but hey why not just throw it in there what the fuck so yeah, in this one one day in one of the bank robbery scenes, he decides he's gonna like get into it with this robber and he's like, Oh, I wanna put your glasses on or whatever. I did like this gag of the player is actually two little girls. Yeah. And like it's the one girl watching like the big sister or whatever, like play the game, and they're both being like kind of crass, like it's a little funny. And then like, oh, whoops, like the gun goes off and like this NPC kills a player and everybody's like totally fucking stunned at what just happened. And this is where he gets the glasses and has like this they live moment, basically. And my question is, because that's a funny joke to do it a couple times. Funny joke. That, that, that's a fine little uh, <laughs> avenue to go down. That, it's that, a funny it, it joke. Is. It is. No it, no, it is. But it's. But. Like, then I don't understand what Jodie Comer's skin is supposed to be because, like, it's just her, but she has a British accent. Did Joe Keery, like, creepily make her, like, oh, you're one of my little characters? Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, I, I think you get to pick your skin. So maybe I, yes. she just likes program her own, her own and... exact uh, likeness. If you're going in there to steal, like, uh, you know, this yes. kind of corporate espionage she's trying to do, you probably shouldn't look like yourself. Yes, I would that's look, a great call. Yeah, I would look like uh, the thing. Oh, cool! Look at that orange rock monster. Oh no, he's evil, <laughs> dude. I remember when I the first character I ever kind of designed in a game was that WWF Attitude game that came out mm-hmm. uh, for N sixty four. You could design your own wrestler, and I had this huge motherfucker named the Doctor. And like the doctor was ready to operate. And like I was not a seven foot tall, 400 pound dude with a medical license. But like I made that character, especially though, if I was committing corporate espionage. Yeah, it's not going to be a mirror likeness of me. Absolutely not. The doctor could have (laughs) been a help with this. (laughs) That would have been cool. Yeah, she could have used the doctor, dude. He hasn't he hasn't been fucking used since maybe 1999. You're you're not being very fair here, Steve. She has colored hair. She yes. has suspenders on. Comer doesn't have any of those. 
That's so she's that's very different. Point. Very different. So just you know, yeah, watch it. The funny thing, apparently, if IMDb again is to be believed, this English accent that she's doing is not her own speaking voice. Yeah, it's like so more she's posh, doing she's doing two accents in this movie. Yes, mm. which is fun. I mean, again, yeah, I, I think again, I think she's a talented actress. She could pull it off. Like, I mean, the, the American yeah. actress is like, it's Doctor Strange levels, but it's fine. You know what I mean? Uh, please don't don't slam that woman like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Peter. Which is so weird because in Power of the Dog, he's got a great American accent. I feel like I for some reason yep. when he's doing Doctor Strange, it's like whatever, Peter. It's lupus. <laughs> I'm in love with you, blue shirt guy. Because well, he established <laughs> he established the bad voice first, and now for narrative through line, he's got to keep it. It's true. Yeah, you gotta uh, yeah. I remember my old friend. Bronco blue guy. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. He's got his he's got Bronco he's got his blue guy shirt inside of a of a bar and he smells it sometimes. Did Bronco Blue Guy teach you how to ride? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh he put on a digital uh, scarf over my face and then uh, I wrote him good. <laughs> By the way, she's you know, she's Millie, but her character's name is Molotov Girl. And we never see her throw a Molotov cocktail. Great question. Great, so it really great fucking point there. pissed me off. Because <laughs> I, I do love a Molotov cocktail, especially at a game. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm fucking those things. Oh, yeah. I feel like for whatever reason, and maybe this was, I guess, GTA, it was always hard to really get a handle on throwing them accurately. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> oh, sure. Why? But like a video game Molotov cocktail for me, man, it was a real unruly thing a lot of the time. <laughs> By the way, well, GTA, uh, <laughs> like this could be GTA the movie, and this is where they find a plot and all that nonsense. But that'd uh, be nice. It's kind of crazy that uh, they act. I still can't get over how not only the movie, but I think I saw this take online about like we, if you want to defend you know new movies, you should be supporting Free Guy or whatever. But it's just like it's so fucking yes. derivative. No, that, that, yeah, it's 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 insane. Like you can support like exciting new movies, like fucking uh, watch Possessor. You know what I mean? Like that's a yeah, movie yeah. Yep. that is exciting. That's genre. I mean, it's it's pretty gross. Uh, it's not not family friendly, but like you know, it doesn't have a fucking lightsaber in it. So like, yes. let's just relax a little bit. <laughs> yeah, don't you tell lose me. you lose every every opportunity to make that argument. Yes, uh, that these people are making. Because of the third act of this movie, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they do it. Uh, that's the thing. I guess it's it becomes more blatant at the end, but they're doing it throughout the movie. Like he puts on the Mega Man blaster at one point, and I almost it's screamed. all it's all in the third act. All of that is in the third act because that's when he's fighting the fucking big guy with his goddamn no, fucking face on it. The Mega Man thing is in the, when they get the uh, the video chip. From oh, Channing Tatum. From Channing Tatum. That's in the middle. That's like right in the middle. Oh no no no! I'm just saying. I thought the, I thought he used the Mega Man blaster on. No, Dude. I think that might be a another video game blaster. That's that a portal has. gun. Yes. Well, there. Yeah, there's definitely the portal gun going on. Oh, that which, is a like, video game too. Just hit me. Wow. Yes. I did not yeah. notice yeah, the portal. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. I, I did not notice the Mega Man <laughs> blaster whatsoever. So that's the thing. Is like, wow, all these references are flying over my head. Now I it's feel actually foolish. this is the this is the year. It's actually this and uh, a movie we'll talk about very soon, Space Jam: A New Legacy, are actually making me like Ready Player One more. Wow, and it's really you know, depressing honestly, me. Uh, Chris, I honestly can see that because at least that 
they, I, I didn't like it, but it had something going on. And I this mean, is he, two, it's, it's two movies in a row where an algorithm is personified and is a major part of the movie. And it's really creepy. It's and I won't get there with Ready Player One, but I do understand what you're saying, because at least that movie does. It allows it to have stakes and the kid is playing it straight. Right. He really yes. he really wants something. You know what I mean? And you understand what this kid really wants at the very least. Yeah. It has actual heart, it turns out, compared to this shit, which is just, oh my God. I, I can't but, even But discuss- make no make no mistake, Chris Cabin. Yes. This movie, this movie leaps and bounds better in that department than fucking Space Jam. Mm. Oh, sure. Because, oh, 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 because sure. and you know, we'll save it for the Space Jam episode, which we are doing as part of this month also. But like at least in this movie, it's less of it, and they're like making like a function out of it. In Space Jam, it's just like, hey, look at all these other properties you recognize standing around watching cartoon <laughs> basketball. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't like affect the plot whatsoever. It's just fucking where's Waldo for morons. Well, that's it's just it's just to rem- remind you of all this wonderful Warner Brothers IP that yes. is at your disposal at any moment you would like to have it at a click of your hand. Well, yeah, that's uh, right. Have you uh, signed up for HBO Max yet? And also Waldo was <laughs> Judge, judging by their numbers still no. A lot Probably of people not. have it. <laughs> where's Waldo was where's Waldo for morons as well. It's a book without words. Uh, There's you, Uh, but you know that guy was tricky though, man. I kept losing that motherfucker in ancient Egypt. Oh yeah. Do you think you think you learned something about ancient Egypt that time, Andrew, or not so much? Uh, Yeah, I know. You know what I remember distinctly about Where's Waldo is what I learned the most was on the beach one. There's like if you look around, you can find there's a lady that. she was like sun, sun topless. Tan- yeah, there's a topless lady that like is like jumping up from having laying on. She was laying on her front, and then you there, there they are. There's her boobers right there. And where's Waldo? <laughs> no, there's fucking titties. And where's Waldo? This You're is kidding this me. is what my 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 brain is telling me. Which dude, I, mean, I think I you got check. it. I think you got it from your your like grade school library, <laughs> and some kid had like drawn some fucking teats in there somehow. <laughs> I'm gonna try to no, find. That's, maybe that's what no, you remember. I got it, like, dude. No, you're gonna eat your fucking hat, man. <laughs> I'm excited I'm about go, this. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to eat you. something. I'm gonna send it to you right now. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I was, I, you know, it means nothing, but I was a huge Where's Waldo fan. Look at this. This that's is amazing. something awful.com. Oh, oh wow, those are yeah, those Oh my are, god, yeah, look at that! And there's a bunch of people looking too. Mm-hmm. And see, this is why. Yeah, get a good look, Costanza. It's a little for folks at home. It's a it's a small child holding holding a vanilla ice cream cone that he's putting on a woman's back to make her shocked and jump up and there's her boobers and all these people are aghast. Mm. Wow and that guy next to her has a severe sunburn. Yeah oh, he's yeah. been out in the sun too long. <laughs> I mean, oh it's even got the nipples. Ugh. It does. It's kind of gross. Uh, oh my god. So, no, I had this exact book. Now I'm doing a little more reading on this topic. Who cares? It's free guy right? We don't give a shit. <laughs> sure. Okay. I must have had the 1987 Last edition because in the 1997 edition, they drew a bra on her. Oh. Fucking cowards. <laughs> fucking cowards, man. Yep. That's all I have to say. I would about love that. to go to the art. Could you put a fucking bra on it? There's kids here. This is gross. <laughs> 
they need to know what the beach is about. <laughs> well, they need to know that. Well, you know, to be <laughs> fair. Wait, the wait, 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 wait. What the beach is about? That's what the beach is about, my friends. Well, you know, they want to sell some of these in Europe, too, and that's what it's about over there. Oh, well, that's yes, what I was going to ask. Is is Wal- is Where's Waldo kind of like Tantan, where it's like it, it's a European property and we're just not aware of it? All I know oh, about, maybe. All I know that, about that is... That sweater screams France. <laughs> in I believe th- this season of Bake Off um, uh-huh. of Great British, yeah. Br- Great British Bake Off, something something, yes. uh, Noel Fielding I think was wearing a sweater close to Where's Waldo, and everyone yes. was calling it Where's Wally. So I assume in the UK we're saying Where's Wally, not Where's Waldo. I think you're right. Wow. It, I'm, I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia right now, and yeah, it is English, and it was Where's Wally. Oh dear God! And Dude, the United and, you know, States and then, uh, is Waldo. America was like, you know how we'll make this better, Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. That'll move some units. Well, Wally, that sounds a little too much like a penis, doesn't it? We're gonna have to shorten <laughs> that right up. Uh, so there. So Joe Carey's character Keys and his buddy Mouser, they realize like, hey, there's some like shenanigans going on in the game here. We got this guy floating around this blue shirt guy being a little bit of an asshole. They think that it's a player whose avatar skin is an NPC, which is against the rules of the game. You know, you can't have your character looking like NPCs. So they go in, they can't boot him out. They realize. So they're just going to go into the game themselves and kill him is the idea. So we have kind of our first Ryan Reynolds uh, specific action scene where they're chasing him around and he realizes he's got like, hyper jump abilities and he's like jumping up through what looks like a derelict apartment building from judge dread yes uh and you know this was like kind of okay until until and i'm surprised this movie didn't do more of this he goes to like jump off this scaffolding thing and tries to latch onto a wrecking ball to escape these guys who are shooting at him. And when he jumps, we cut to slow-mo and you get the Miley fucking banger. I came in like a wrecking ball. But then like it stops and I was like, oh no. How many fucking heinous, heinous music drops like that are we going to do? <laughs> Thankfully, I think this was the only one that was that like snippety of a music drop. I just, I hated it so much. <laughs> This point five seconds, well, and, and, and then the gag is like he falls off because we're winking, right? Because again, this, this action yep, sequence yep. doesn't mean anything. So, yep. like, if he misses it, it's like, ah, it's okay, kids. Next scene's coming. Keep the train yeah, running. He, <laughs> he falls. He falls off this like sixty-story building, and at the last second, you vaguely see a graphic say "bubble suit." Yeah, and he like presses a button, and then this bubble suit comes all around him, and he lands safely or whatever. As if it mattered because he's a fucking NPC and he would just wake up the next morning Groundhog Day style anyway. But sure, bubble suit, whatever. That was fun watching him bounce around. <laughs> and, and then and then he gets hit by a car and literally has to wake up the next day again. Like it's just it, and but now they find out that he is not like a player that they can count. He's not in the uh, in the roster like yes. any other player is. He is. Anonymous, like he, he's like, as we find out, he's an algorithm, like a, a, a AI algorithm uh, run amok. Yeah. So we get, there is a, there's a weird fucking totally ill-placed, and I don't even know, I guess maybe it's Jodie Comer's character is watching this. There's some like 
interview YouTube video that comes on where it's a 2015 interview with the two of them, Keys and Millie. You know who were they were video game programming partners back in 2015. It's an IGN um, video, which I have a little bit of a problem oh. with. I mean, IGN has never had this production fucking quality. Nice try, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, where is the boot mic? Where is the step and repeat? Like, I don't even know. They're like at a premiere of something. Like, they're fucking video game programmers. What are you talking about? And it's so, dude. This video is fucking hilarious because like this woman is interviewing them and they're talking about. The game that they have designed called Life Itself and, the you know, Keys, wow, you and Millie are, you know, gearing up to be like the hot, you know, indie game programmers. Like, how cool is this? And then this woman is just like, by the way, are you fucking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is kind of odd. Like, like, you guys have great chemistry. You should fuck. You should fuck. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, I don't know, lady, we're trying to talk about this fucking Sims-esque <laughs> game that we invented. Could you not with the fucking question? Yeah, it's a video Somebody's- game called Life Itself. Uh, Oscar Isaac kills himself in the first moment of the game, <laughs> you see. And then... Oh, man, that is one of my... How... Let's be generous this evening. Top three movie suicides. <laughs> oh, it's a good one. It's a very good suicide. <laughs> uh, people get hit by buses in that movie, That's too, just like this true. one. We were able to get a net bending for one scene. It was really something. <laughs> Olivia Wilde just wakes up in the next scene like, whoa, what was that about? Oi, huh? <laughs> well, I think no, we found out a, a way to make both of these movies better. Just combine them. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, get, you, you get the glib sarcasm of free guy in uh, in life itself. So when Oscar Isaac shoots himself in net bending's office, she's like, awkward. Clean up <laughs> totally. aisle three and hear my goodness. You would get a cleanup bio three joke, absolutely. And you know what? Life itself, way better movie. You inject, you inject some viciously inappropriate uh, comedy into that movie. Five stars. Holy shit, absolutely, dude. Like, like fucking, at, like Annette Benning gets hit hit by that bus or whatever, and then like they cut to a close up and her fucking brains falling out all over goddamn Sixth <laughs> Avenue. And then Gilbert Gottfried comes into frame with a fucking clown horn and just hogs it. <laughs> That'd be or, amazing. Hey, just a video game about the, uh, uh, the, 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 the passing on of an olive oil plantation or whatever. <laughs> oh the last God. part of that movie. <laughs> Holy fuck. I oh forgot right, about dude. that. That's when it turns into an RPG, and it's like, now you have to run the olive farm. We should tell people a previous episode if you want to hear more about life yes. itself. Uh, that was that was another worst of episode, I believe. Yeah, if I'm we're indeed. Right there. Uh, God. But yes, damn it. But he like announces, like, she's watching. No, I'm sorry. He's watching it in her apartment. No, she's watching it in his apartment. Jody Kerman's watching it in uh, Key's apartment. He, she's like, I need your help because I need to find this thing. You know, he stole from us. And he's like, no, he didn't. We got the same deal. And now I, and he like weirdly is like flagellating himself by working in like, not at the high level of the pro company, which uh, yes. he could do, yep. but he's working in like, I don't even know, like com- consumer complaints or something like that. Well, how noble. It's, but yeah, he he's like glitch report guy. Mm-hmm. Like anytime someone playing the game has beef, like he gets comments huh. sent to him. And here's the thing. At first, Steve, I thought like, wow, good move, Keys, because like you're in an unassuming role. It will give you a chance to like work to take down Antoine, who's Tycho, Tyka's character. Like, oh, cool. Like you're sort of trying to be an inside guy. Nah, you're just like a weird coward. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's about it. And he's like, the thing with him is he, 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 he's in that position because he's he cares about the fans. 
You yes. know, yeah. he really cares. about. And Antoine, his big crime, his big crime is not that he's a complete piece of shit or anything like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's that he doesn't respect the fans. Mm, which, and it, it's amazing because like they so uh, they've taken at least one sunglasses from somebody. So they've essentially deleted somebody's uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds has deleted somebody's account, essentially. By is that how those, this works? Yeah, because it's the, you remember you see the kid being like, what the hell? And like it, it essentially took over his game. Oh, and so like you, you want to rock on to lawsuit Avenue is what's going to happen now. <laughs> and like, it's, it, I can't imagine the amount, like by the end of this, well, uh, it's really insane, but already you're in lawsuit town. You can't do this well, drop. You're about this, the, the, car, fair, the free city to carnage. I couldn't imagine a gamer cobbling together uh, uh, next month's rent, let alone a lawsuit. Oh no no no, my friend! This is a kid in a very rich-looking house. Mm. This was this was something. I, this was going to get him right. Get by the way, the dude. Case. By the way, dude. Two words: class action. Ooh. Oh yeah, you get a you get a bunch of people together on that lawsuit. That's how you do that, and then you get some action. Yeah, and then he Classy just does it. Action. He just does it for fun to give little Rel the glasses too, and he says, "No, I don't want them." That, 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 already lawsuits out the ass. I'm sorry, uh, but these yeah, these glasses uh, allows him to do this stuff. He finds Jodie Comer. She's about to go into uh, Channing Tatum's secret hoard where this video is something something, and he actually meets her and he's like, "Oh, I like you," and she's like, "Well, I don't talk to people who have a level one. I talk to people who have a level one hundred." And yeah. like you know, that's something. That's like that. That's kind of the next movement of the movie is him like getting really good at the game. And this is something like I know esports is becoming bigger. And Twitch is enormous. The way it's treated in this movie, though, nah, just a little too big. I think it's we're still twenty full years off from this. Talking well, about here's the this, thing: uh, someone doing well at a video game being on Good Morning America. You've got <laughs> Thank you. This, you know the a, audience I, is on here, Good Morning America. Yeah, exactly. The weird blend of like we're doing Twitch and Good Morning America is just a weird blend of like the fossil people and then the cutting edge. <laughs> well, but the here's, here's the thing: I will, I will totally. If I have to choose between these two things I'm about to exemplify, I will take fucking Good Morning America every time because the end of this movie, when Ryan Reynolds is trying to like run onto the island to prove that Taika stole all this shit or whatever, and the whole world is watching television, uh, like they're watching the fucking aliens come through the sky in Independence Day, <laughs> there are, is the most ludicrous fucking thing. It just... Is awful. It doesn't because all you're doing is aping the last act of the Truman Show, which made sense because it was a huge TV show. And yes, Times Square was probably even in that movie a, a huge stretch. But I mean, like the idea was everyone was glued to their TVs. But like the, the esports and this kind of gaming is very very popular among a subset of people because who will one day dominate the world, but not yet. Right now, it's like you yeah. know people in their like people our age for sure. But definitely, like almost every, like a lot of people younger than us, like in their in their early thirties, in their in their in their you know twenties, their teens, teens especially, in the tens, tens absolutely, fives. yes, also but not, into tens. But but people older than us, absolutely, like people in their fifties. I mean, like I'm sure there's an odd case here and there, but a fifty, someone watching Good Morning America would have a fucking stroke if they talked to you about video games. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it, it's it'd be one thing if it was the gamer, right? If it was if they were talking to, about a gamer who did well, I might even be able to buy that bullshit. But 
It's talking about a care, an NPC. They can't even find. Wouldn't the whole story be about we can't find out who this guy is? You, we literally cannot I figure mean, out who. That's that, right. That like that's what the Good Morning America piece would be about, and that would be it's interesting. Cool, we should right? say if, also if they did that angle, and then like they're trying to find who this fucking guy is, and then they the, the address or whatever that keeps going back to the servers of the company is that an inside job? Is and then we can unravel that he's AI or something. That would be nice. That would be nice to have something to hold on to in this stupid fucking movie. <laughs> but it can't concern itself with that because it's too concerned about being like so nonchalant about all this fucking action that's happening. And there's like, another scene coming, baby. There's another scene we gotta do. We gotta go on to <laughs> Absolutely. The next I mean, yeah, coming. we have this, we have this leveling up montage. And the thing that's obnoxious about it is like I think it's just speaking on speaking on fucking Deadpool again, like this movie would have been way more interesting to me if it was rated R. And mm. part of that that fucking sucks is like the way that he levels up because he's like, oh, I'm just this nice guy that works at a bank. I couldn't possibly ever hurt anyone. So like the way that he levels up is like turning the tables on the game and starts like saving people from other players that are trying to do violence and crime yes. and, and whatever else. And like, that's why he becomes such a sensation. Like, oh, blue shirt guy, IRL is everywhere. He's a fucking question on Jeopardy. And I have to say, oh, no. I felt so fucking terrible looking Oof. at the late great Alex Trebek in this movie. He's in like, the God movie. Damn, that's folks it, at it, home. He's actually in this movie. His last film appearance, Free Guy. He and and the, <laughs> and he says the words blue shirt guy. Well, this is where it's we're even kind of playing with the idea of like who is blue shirt guy? It's like the fact that it'd be a Jeopardy question again, like that quickly. It takes years to become a Jeopardy question. Jeopardy <laughs> who is, is like bullshit guy. <laughs> Jeopardy is just getting to like pulp fiction right now. They're like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not exactly that quick of a turnaround. Uh, what is Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3? That's right. Oh, yes, exactly. Uh, you know, in a 2020 episode of Jeopardy. But he, he goes, oh, and uh, we'll never know who that is, that guy or a girl. And it's like, oh, so we don't know who he is. That's something. Ah. Uh, but so, yes, Millie fast passes a second time uh, into the safe house. Keys is now like helping her sneak in. Like she sort of convinced him to like help out a little bit. So he's like sort of adjusting some code and watching, you know, from the outside. It's a little like matrixy here. And like, I don't know anything about video games. So I don't know if you can like monitor shit like this if you're like a server person or whatever but they he is like watching her from outside of the game as if he's reading matrix code yes. which is kind of weird um but so they get into the room again it turns out there's like a booby trap and all these like pseudo video game characters start running down trying to kill her there's like call of duty looking guys there's assassin looking guys there's a boxing guy mm -hmm. so like a punch a, out reference a ninja a cowboy and i think like a barbarian mm -hmm. type of guy yeah um and you know in comes fucking guy and like helps her out and they steal a motorcycle it's this it's it's oh man and here's another reason here's a way you could have shortened this movie because there's no reason why she doesn't just grab it here like the the video file that she's trying to steal from taika like 
gets dropped on the floor and Ryan Reynolds is like helping her right here, like waste all these dudes and he's on the motorcycle or whatever. But then like they just drive away. Like in that moment, she could have still just grabbed just this grabbed thing, the thing and, and, and we wouldn't have had to go back right. to this. But when we go- save everybody the time, this is also really confusing because like what, you know, they, they says there's there's spawn points in there for protection. So that's why these guys show up out of nowhere. So is it uh, Taika's or is it, as we see later, Channing Tatum is living in this safe house and ends up cooperating. So it feels very muddled to then go back there and it's not even it's. A user oh, you know what? made Maybe, the video and is keeping it at his own you know, safe house. Yes, you're t- you're totally right. I'm wrong about that. Inside this safe house, which is the kid, man, the kid whose avatar is Channing Tatum. You're totally right. right. Eric. So, but but it's but his how, safe house. But those spawn, like he can make cowboy spawn. I would love that ability. But <laughs> yeah, I thought that would be a game master type of thing. I don't know, man. I wish I could spawn my own Bronco Henry, too. <laughs> well, hello there, Eric. Howdy. Howdy. I like your voice better this time. <laughs> uh, so they ride this motorcycle out the window, and there's a fucking totally bad, like, she's, like, sitting on his lap facing him, like, while he drives out this window, and she's, like, Oh, I certainly hope that's a Glock in your pocket. Yes. He's like, oh, it's not. It's two Glocks. <laughs> yeah. And she starts like it, firing at these guys and whatever. It, it, it's very important that uh, th- that exchange you just said, Eric, uh, Andrew, uh, because she, he says that's two Glocks. She takes them. And they cut to his face, and he very clearly comes. Mm. <laughs> it's very clear. His voice, his his face is like, oh, he literally said, well, oh. He is acting against jo- Jody Comer. <laughs> oh, oh man, I'm sure she, I'm sure she never heard that growing <laughs> up. Oh, you know what? You know, she probably heard a lot less than I had to hear, so she can fucking <laughs> deal with it. Well, you, they called you Eric Cummer in high school? I fucking wish they did, dude. They called me no cum. Yes, we have this, a, spe- a special guest on this episode, uh, the uh, comments section of Jodie Cummer's Instagram. <laughs> does she have an Instagram, Chris? She probably does, yeah. Well, let's uh, check it out. That could take up some time. <laughs> sure. No, but I mean, like, if you're playing this video game, if you're Jodie Comer, you're like, what do I care if my genitals are lining up with this NPC? Who gives a shit? I'm on a motorcycle. Hey, it's you know, I don't even have genitals in this fucking game. Uh-huh. That's another moment in this movie that I think, Chris, you were making this point earlier. Like, the lines get so blurred as, for, like, video game interaction and person interaction because, like, theoretically, the way it's working is, like, Jodie Comer's character, Millie, on the outside is talking into a headset microphone at an AI in the game. So, like, how does she know what she's sitting on to feel it to be like is that a dick or a gun <laughs> great question right like how, Click, how what are we doing is there a power Click. gauge going down because it might is, he might be erect Click A to fondle uh, genital area. Oh, fuck. The controller, the controller must be vibrating. Oh, which yes. means you're, you're close to genitalia. 2.1 million followers on Instagram, by the way. Of course. She's yeah. Ray's mom, Eric. Are you Ray's mom? <laughs> Ray's yeah, mom, you can find man. me. I'm on the IG at Ray's mom. <laughs> 
you know, there's that thing about that old uh, thing. I think it's John Water, uh, John Waters thing, which is like, uh, or maybe it's it misappropriated him. Like, don't fuck somebody uh, if he doesn't have books in his apartment. Right. Yeah. If so, you find out you go to somebody's apartment, you find out that their dad is the uh, overlord of the Galactic Empire. Maybe you don't have sex with that person. Maybe you just yeah, you back off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe find someone else in the galaxy to screw. Mm-hmm. Huh? But you know, look at the silver lining there. You birth Ray, and she. You know, did she want or something at the end of that movie? I think. Right? <laughs> yeah, she, she kind of wins or something. Okay. Do, yeah. do they even win? I don't even remember. Just, it's been so long. I, I got a. I was doing a Star Wars rewatch, like the first lockdown. We'll see about the next one, but uh, I didn't. Hey, fing, I, fingers crossed, you can get through the series. Yeah, I didn't. I I kind of stopped bef- right right before the sequel trilogy, and I, I should have kept going. Um, so this is around here is where we are. Finally, we've been talking about him throughout the script has been mentioning him repeatedly. Finally, we meet Antoine. This is Taika Waititi. Uh, and he says at one point, like he, he comes storming into the office, a big fucking bustling asshole, dressed like an asshole, the whole thing, talking like an asshole. Uh, and he says to keys, he's like, you know, let's just whatever the the Free City Two is launching like next week. Let's just like delete all this shit, and it's not going to matter anyway because this character, once we get over to the new game, isn't going to be able to come. And uh, Keys is like, "Hey, that's fucked up," and this is fucked up, by the way. He's like, "You told everybody publicly." that the sequel to Free City was going to be backwards compatible so these fucking avatars and whatever could all come over to the new game and you're now saying you're not going to do that and all these people are going to have to delete their game or basically start a new game with Free City 2. It's not going to be backwards compatible or whatever. And this is the part where he's like, you promised the fans. And honestly, like, when that dust-up shit happens in the gaming world, man, you better be ready to take the backlash Uh because those people will fuck you up. Absolutely. You promised. Oh, yeah, that's the thing is uh, uh, Keys is just like, they're really going to be upset. They're really going to sue you. Sue yeah. you. Like, that. you can't say that, like, especially if you have a board. Like, this is Elon Musk shit. Yes. Like, you can't just shout out your shout out your mouth like that. Well, you, the, thing, the thing, too, about... Uh, Shoot off. Sorry, I'm fucking... That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. <laughs> it's been a rough week for hey, everybody. fuck it, man. It's free, guys. Exactly. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. but it, we're living in a hellscape. Yeah. We're Let's, recording this before Christmas. Dude, don't, don't worry. The next joke is coming in the next second. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. New joke. Good. New joke. New joke. No, no. But, uh, New joke. Uh, <laughs> this movie really, uh, because they talk about him for the first half of the movie and that he only comes there, and also the way the latter trailers, they thought they had a fucking gold mine on their hand with this Taika Waititi performance. And I don't know what dailies people were watching. Holy I really God, need wow. to know. It's, it's it's unwatchable. It's it should it have is. been in the movie. They should have done more takes. They should have t- did a different angle on the character. And I I think that him in uh, again not even like his directorial work or his writing work, which is also really good. Him in what we do in the shadows is one of the fucking funniest performances in yes. a movie. Period. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's yep. so good. But man, I know, is this just I, a bad idea. It's just a, a, a collection of bad ideas. He's just trying to do something <laughs> completely out of his wheelhouse, and it does not work. No. Yeah. I mean, and I know like there was a a wide range of opinions on uh Jojo Rabbit whatever. It was a movie that I liked well enough at the Toronto Film Festival and I've never bothered to look at again. But he portrayed history's greatest monster 
more entertaining than this fucking <laughs> Yes. And in that movie, you, man- you managed to love Hitler more than you already do. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Uh-huh. Joke and a joke, joke. There's joke another, and a joke. Thing is the next joke's coming. It's yeah. coming. Don't worry about it. <laughs> It's but look, I, but yeah, this it's one of those things where like the movie thinks it's amazing and it just really isn't. Like he does not light up yep. the screen. It was like wait till the world oh. sees this. Oh, you don't have to guess that. By the way, there was a special like a fifteen minute like uh, a behind the scenes thing for this movie that was going around. Was he doing it in character? No, it was all about like the producers and all of them be like. Taika, he's just he's just a powerhouse in this movie. You just you just have to see him to believe. You won't believe what he does with the role. You won't at all want to run screaming from the theater and tearing your hair out he, just watching him that, at all. You won't do that at all. What you talk about, Willis? That is it. If I if I am if I am making a closing argument about that performance, I am saying that yep. and that performance is getting the death penalty. That's how it goes. <laughs> I just, I, you know, it's going on 24 hours since I watched this movie for the first and only time in my life. And, huh, you know, guys, I think I am still reeling from the what you're talking about, Willis. <laughs> it's like, I mean, who is that even for? Is that for the old, much older people in the audience? Or is that like his character is supposed to be such a dick that that's something he would he, say as thing. a dumb dick? Here's the thing, dude, right? It it has multiple functions. It yeah for the like folks our age and up recognize it's a different strokes reference right a Gary Coleman reference yeah little kids watching this movie just laugh at the fact that he says a stupid thing in a silly voice oh. and then they will go out and repeat that oh. not knowing where it's from but they know that the silly man in the silly movie said the silly thing. Nice. And that's why it's like even worse. Yep. So that we could have that expression forever. Yep. Down in the uh, annals of human history. <laughs> uh, by the way, somewhere around here is where they like take this walk to a safe part of Free City and get bubblegum ice cream. And like the scene was halfway over before I realized that they were on a date. Yes. And man, <laughs> God damn it. God damn it! And this is this is where the worst stuff. This is uh, the handsome part. Is like this is where they. But this is also the moment where like she kisses him. Yes, and I'm like, in she asks like she acts like she kissed a guy for the first time that she's been like crushing on at the gym. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just I, so, this, but it yeah. was you clicked B while next to a character <laughs> on Fortnite. Yes, that's what you did. That's what she did after he tried to tell a joke about a crippled and a homosexual try to kill a very small child. That's listen. Uh, this is indictment of internet. Yeah, that, it's hilarious. I know it's, this. It's the funniest part of the movie, but it's an, trying to do like an indictment of internet culture. I think. Well, Trolls, listen. Yeah. He, here's the thing. I I don't do a ton of or I, I I do not do any online like when I can hear other people talking to me kind of gaming shit I did it precisely one time my brother is a big like call of duty person and I was like all right man I'm desperate to find some connection with you yeah let's do it I'll you know I'll check it out sure and I heard some of the most racist heinous <laughs> fucking shit ever and like uh-huh. that joke is very true and very hilarious and I thought it was great and it's part of a 
better movie that's somewhere well, else because yes. immediately like you're, you're stuck back in free because guy again. It, they talk out of both sides of their mouth you know what i mean like which they do later with something else which i'll talk about uh which really pissed me off because it's a fun, it, it is my second favorite joke of the movie that also goes nowhere but like the idea of like oh man these internet people and then you have like all these twitch streamers and so on you know what i mean like you're doing you're yep. kind of doing yep. both you know what i mean yeah and those Twitch streamers and YouTubers towards the end are talking about like, he's so hot. Oh, I love blue I, oh, shirt dude. guy. That's that. That's like, it's produced by Ryan Reynolds. You can't be like, oh my god, that guy's so fucking hot. Holy shit! Like people to call me, I'm attractive on this podcast. You know what I mean? It's pixels that that people are calling very sexually attractive on. But but whatever. But that's the thing. No, you're no, you're totally right, Eric. It's not about whatever. We have to keep reminding people what all the people IRL are looking at is a dokeified Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> yep. and to say yep. that that is hot is fucking weird. It's stupid. Yeah, but- and for Joe, and it should make it should and it should make Jodie Comer look a little weirder than she actually is. She like is a, a little nightmare. Bit more alienated than she is. Sorry. She is a nightmare <laughs> shut in in this fucking movie. <laughs> Uh, but she's got uh, so much so, baggage. I don't know if she's moving out or or in. <laughs> All right, another joke's coming. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah you don't worry. We got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about where's Waldo again instead. <laughs> um, yeah, any more fucking titties or like genitalia <laughs> in that book series? More controversies on where's Waldo while you guys continue the episode. Oh, I bet there's a lot of butts. I bet there's just a ton of butts in where's Waldo. Well, Eric's going to get to the bottom of it, Chris. Kevin, look for don't even butts. worry about it. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so Keys comes over and he explains to to Millie. He's like, "Look, by the way, I figured out what's going on here. This AI that we wrote, like the code actually worked. This thing is evolving. Like he's an algorithm that thinks he's alive." And they again, this is like it's a major thing, right? He's like, "This is the first real." artificial intelligence like yes. in the world of this movie this is a thing and it's like you know this is where it's like you know oh i let him kiss me what is the joke here oh he found the button oh yes. and like yes. Oh, yes. dude yeah by the way keys i think this is why nothing was working out for you buddy you couldn't f- couldn't find the fucking button man if you know what i'm saying but it's it- god just imagine like try like pleasuring yourselves to like the uncharted avatar guy like the uncharted guy first of all like, you guaranteed it's exactly, out there guaranteed it's happening. happening. Uh, um, god just because you're not pl- listen, just because you're not pleasuring yourself to the uncharted guy, Chris Cabin, does sure. not mean that scores of people across the world aren't that, doing. Have you read fair. the uh, internet discourse on the new Resident Evil, Chris? People are jacking off to video games, and they always have been. <laughs> oh, right, because there's a giant woman. There is a giant woman in that game. Right. Right. Giant woman, okay. J. Owen about that. Oh, I'm gonna have to get to the bottom of that. Of <laughs> quite something. Stuff to jerk off from. I'm sharing you guys with you guys now a, a picture of a big ass in Where's Waldo. It's a dude's okay. ass. He's hunched over eating a chicken. Oh, it's a big oh, old ass. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. That I is feel, an ass. This looks like it might be in a medieval setting or perhaps a pirate yep. setting. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, it could be both. Uh, I'm seeing a dude with a headband that looks very pirate-esque, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be it. I, yeah, so we there should you go, folks. Juicy ass on we that should guy. do. That guy's uh-huh. got a, it's a huge dump truck, isn't it? We should do a whole <laughs> podcast on a book of Where's Waldo. Just A- how long it takes us to find Waldo individually. Uh, yep. And then like, you know, little scenes we find in each little uh, yeah. tableau there. It'd be fantastic. Our, I would our, do, our first I would eight do, hour episode. 
Yeah, I would do is a series retrospective on Where's Waldo. Absolutely. <laughs> Apparently, they did. They put out a book, Where's Waldo Hollywood. That might be a nice, nice thing to cross I over had with us. That really? One. really? I totally did. I did yeah. not. I did not. That might be. That's our first episode. Where's Waldo Hollywood? There it is. I'll see if I can find it on fucking eBay. Or Where's Waldo page by page? <laughs> there it is. So she's horny for this fucking video game character, and Taika announces Free City Two is going to launch. And effectively, Free City 1 will be 100% deleted. So she decides she's got to go back in the game and tell Ryan Reynolds what the fucking deal is, tell him the truth and everything. So she goes back in. And this is a dumb thing that they didn't need to do. But I guess it's like her attempting to highlight the fakery of it all. She goes back in and she's using her character's American accent. And he's like, why are you doing that? And she's like, oh, I turned off the accent filter. Uh-huh. Okay. It's, just, it's a useless idea of, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, because immediately after this, she takes him to like the waiting area, like the loading area for the game. And like, he's like, oh shit. I always wondered what was behind that door. And it's like, I don't know, man. I think that's proof enough right there. We didn't need this accent filter joke. I, I, I thought the accent filter thing was specifically to be like, I'm being more intimate with you. Like, I, this is more like how I sound now. Mm. Like, I guess it, so. But in the grand scheme, what does that matter to him, the NPC? Well, don't. But well, OK, there's that. But the, also there's the romantic movie to think about, uh, Andrew. The, oh, the romance between them. Chris Cabin, you know, time and again, I am forgetting about romantic angles in movies that have no business having romantic <laughs> angles. It's, it's, but it's very important. It's very beto- between these no. two. No, you're right. It's they fair. might. They might. I don't know. I mean, what is fucking in video games, right? Like, you can have sexual encounters with a sex worker, like, in a in a car in Grand Theft Auto. That much I know. Yeah, right. I mean, it's and true. Whatever, whatever gets you off, dude. You're just jacking off, dude. Yeah, that's, it's, it's... yeah I guess at the end of the day, it's all just Paul and Pud. Or Flick and Bean. Flick and Bean, Paul and Pod, you know, whatever whatever yeah. we're doing and to, to this every, to the sexy Ryan Reynolds. Every character. video game you can masturbate to, technically, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's true. Yeah, ever, go down that pipe, Mario. You yeah. Ever, yeah, oh man, Mario, that guy. Oof, clean your pipes <laughs> right out. Oh man, I jerked <laughs> off to Adventureland so often. You know what I jerked off to Lemmings. You ever play that? Oh wow. <laughs> a thousand years oh, ago. Oh, they keep dying. <laughs> oh yeah, all these little guys falling oh, off yeah. a cliff. Oof, that's what I like. <laughs> oh man, Turok the dinosaur hunter. Oh, that guy can get it. Oh. I got a dinosaur <laughs> bone he can discover. Yes. Anyway, next joke coming. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, wait, he's not an archaeologist. No. No, no, no. So she like <laughs> She gives him the fucking the lowdown, you know, and he's like, man, this is a bad line. And like, this is where I could tell the the schmaltz meter was getting cranked up here. He's like, for a second there, I felt pretty alive. And like she shows him like the force field barrier on the beach. And then he starts. This is like as close as the movie comes to that existential crisis we were really hoping for when he's running around and he's like, it's all a lie. And like, he's yelling at this old lady, which was kind of funny. Cause it's Ryan Reynolds just screaming in an old lady's but face. But you're not getting the other part of that, which is like the, the actual, like and Groundhog Day is a good example of that. Like Bill Murray plays it like, well, you feel for Bill Murray. Like this dude is trapped for all eternity. You do not yeah. feel anything mm-hmm. for this character. Mm-hmm. It's just nothing like, whatsoever. Yep. 
Yep, absolutely. Uh, so he go, he tries to enlist uh, Lil Rel's help. He goes to Buddy's apartment. And, you know, Buddy, Buddy, I think, honestly, is the best character in the movie. He's the most level-headed. He's like, you know what? Like, Ryan Reynolds is trying to explain this all to him. He's like, all right, let's say hypothetically we were fucking living in a video game and we were these non-playable characters that don't matter and our lives don't matter and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, he's so fucking with it this little NPC, you know, he's like, he's like, all right, Hey man, listen, you can say all that. But at the end of the day, here I am sitting with my best friend, helping him through a problem. That's all I need to be happy, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, Oh man, like this, this guy in this fucking terrible, stupid (laughs) video game movie is telling me what is exactly true, which is like live for the moment. You don't know if you're going to have it tomorrow. Like, but don't make me have that epiphany in this fucking goddamn video game movie. No, thank yeah, you. He's got a well, great, great line. Like I, I might not be real, but this moment is, you know? Yes. yes. I mean, Lil Ro is just very, I, I mean, he's just always been good. He just, he, he fills up any frame. He's just perfect. But uh, right before that, the, the reason this pissed, this pissed me off so much was because right before it, we get one of those YouTube guys. I forget which one of them. Yeah. And it's, it's this unbelievable where he's like, you know, it has me thinking, you know, I shoot all these NPCs. Oh, God. And, <laughs> you know, they could be real people. They're, they're real lives. They have, you Dude. know, they, they go get beers on the be- on Hitman Beach with, uh, with their buddies. <laughs> and uh, they do real things. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Is this supposed to be affecting? Like, what the Dude, what, what is it, this? We really, the last like 40-ish minutes now, maybe like 30 to 25 minutes of the movie, we start trying to ramp up this NPC rights business. <laughs> yep. Decades. Fuck you. Decades after Tipper Gore shat the bed completely <laughs> on cleaning up video games and music. I still have to hear about it. I would get... I still have to hear about If that was the case, I would get 60 consecutive life sentences for what I did to the scientists in the GoldenEye facility level alone. Okay? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Those scientists got shot in the head on a daily basis. <laughs> I would not get a trial, dude. There would be two goons. They would come to my house. One would knock on the door, and when I opened it, the other one would shoot me in the head. Uh-huh. That is the kind of body count for the NPCs we're talking about. Here. Yeah, I never got far in those Grand Theft Auto games because it was just too irresistible to drive on the sidewalk <laughs> instead of actually playing the game. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. haven't I haven't touched a Grand Theft Auto game in a many, many, many a years, but like I'll tell you, when I was playing him, I wasn't doing those missions. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was going around fucking killing people because, like, I don't know. Maybe that makes me a lunatic. Whatever. It was <laughs> infinitely more interesting than playing. Yes. Now you got to drive to this stash house well, to get this drug dealers, whatever the fuck. Well, like, I didn't care. That's what this movie's trying to tell you is that you are a lunatic. It, like, it, it, literally, like, it's like, wouldn't it be nice if we were all just you didn't interact with the NPCs. If if you use the NPCs as they're supposed to be used, if mm-hmm. you just said hi to them and like, let's go to the fair and stuff like that, isn't that what it's supposed to be? <laughs> you know, I think the only thing stopping me from acting out GTA type of violence on, on regular people is the fear that I won't get into the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big one, huh? So then you think these, these NPCs should find fucking religion. Then that's it. Uh, I mean, that, yeah. what is the messaging here? You know, no, it's yeah, well, yeah. speaking of which, by the way, is there not some pseudo talk of like 
uh, uh, Taika's character is their god. Do they? Am I making oh, that yes, up? No, no, yes, no, no. He's yes, like the creator. Happens. Like, oh, you know God? He's he and he's a dick. That's the the joke. Is that he calls him a dick, and he's like, "You've met God, and he's a dick." Okay, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> Get, guess what? Guess what? Everybody, it's great. If your dudes, if your dudes real, we're going into fucking season three of COVID. So <laughs> if your dude is real, yeah, uh, dick. If yeah, I'll blame Tycho Atiti on this. Uh, he, he's, he's to blame for all this. Omicron, that's on him. You know he, uh, you know he has an existential crisis. But guess what? The next scene's got to start, so that's over with. Um, yep, fuck that, fuck that. Moving on. And this is the scene where they go. Um, it's him and Lil Rel decide to go to Channing Tatum's stash house, and this is the very extended scene. We've all, here's the thing: you you can't do a the mom's basement thing is a really tired insult to begin with. So tired. to do it. To do it twice in one movie, it's too much. Because in the beginning, she tells you, Jackman, that he probably lives in his mom's basement. Yada, yada, yada. I get it. Got it. Done. That was a, within six minutes of the movie starting. And then you have this whole thing where it's sexy Channing Tatum, but he's yelling, Ma, don't vacuum right now. You know, and I've just, I've seen this before. You know what, Steve Sadak? I've seen it before, and I'll laugh again. <laughs> I'll, tell you right, I'll tell you right now. Channing Tatum screaming, Mom, do not touch that sock. I was dying. Because here's the thing. You're totally right. Living in your mom's basement, absolutely played. Mom, turn off the vacuum cleaner. Just a a different take on Mom, where's the meatloaf? However, Mom, do not touch my jerk-off sock because it's crusty and filled with cum. Fucking hysterical. Are people still doing the sock? I guess somebody mess with tradition. Yeah, that's true. I was never a sock guy. I was never a sock I, guy. I was not a sock guy either, man. It just because I knew my mother's doing the wash. Yeah, and I just <laughs> I I love her too much. I, I, I wasn't a sock guy, but I'll I'll do a little uh, uh, uh my impression of Noah Wiley from uh, oh. Donnie Darko. I'm uh I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to continue this conversation. Yes. <laughs> 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 Why the fucking feds gonna bang down your? No, I just don't want anything else out there. I just want to say that I didn't get into the sock. Period. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know what, Steve? But also, there's another version of that sentence out there that says I didn't get into the sock, comma. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. but there are other articles of clothing that exist in this Steve world likes that aren't to, socks. Let's just say, like to paint shoes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Boxer briefs, an old T-shirt, maybe a a winter hat that doesn't quite fit well anymore. Oh yeah, a beanie would be perfect to get like make it look like a little saucer to catch all the drippings. A, a, a promotional. Oh god. Promotional beanie for my stage three, huh? Okay, here we go. Yeah, that's exactly what promotional clothing is for. By the way, absolutely. Where do you think my fucking traffic T-shirt got up to? Good Lord, where is the next joke? I was told it was coming. <laughs> well, so Ch- you know, Channing Tatum's uh, you know, little character here, he, he helps them find the video file. And the thing is, what the video contains is a little bit of a, a, a glitch where Channing's little character was doing some funny dancing on like a flagpole or something like that. And he was by the water. And there was some game glitching going on. And there's, oh, my God, this beautiful island out of nowhere. And, you know, they're able to identify like, oh, fuck, that island. Like, that's proof that our code is in the game because that island was part of 
our original game. So if we can find the island, we can find where Taika's hiding all this. And it's proof that he stole our idea, you know, or is using our idea, but we're not getting royalties for it is the idea. But we have, yes, this montage of all these fucking YouTubers and, you know, Twitch streamers and everything. This is where the attitudes toward NPCs are changing. And I was, I'll tell you what, <laughs> I just bought this new TV and I was ready to throw something through it already. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> this, oh, man. I always hate when, and you can only smell it. I, I, I don't know any of these Twitch streamers, and I'm sure they're all really nice people and amazing performers, dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. You can smell these people a mile away. It's like, so that's a real Twitch streamer, huh? Okay, got it. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't. I, I didn't even need to look up the IMDb trivia. It's like, yes, these are, because they're just like, wow, I don't know about this crazy. What's with this blue shirt guy? <laughs> it is so fucking hilarious, dude. Because you, you get this, you get, and it's here's the thing. It's not a knock <sighs> on these folks because another area that you will totally get this is when a movie asks uh, a real newscaster. Yes to be in a movie and give fake things. And the bigger, I found the bigger the newscaster, the worse the performance is. Like if you're asking fucking Brian Williams to do like a fake thing in a movie, it's dreadful. Right. But if you look back at like those old bastards in the first Ghostbusters movie, <laughs> like those guys are great. Yeah, they sure. fucking sell it. But like yeah. nowadays you can smell a real journalist in a movie a fucking mile away. And same thing with these folks, right? They're very great at what they do, which is, you know, either reviewing games or doing playthroughs and you're talking through it or whatever. They're all great at it. But the second you're like, all right, now just say stuff you would you've said before and would normally say in your profession, but you just have to put in fake names. All of a sudden, these these people forget how to talk. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And it's incredible. You're, you're, Them doing a cameo in a movie sounds like us like being asked to improv on an ad. <laughs> Here are the points you have to get across, YouTuber. <laughs> but just riff. Just riff on it. And then they're just like, anyway, uh, Blue Chew. People love those ads. And there'll be one coming up shortly, I'm sure. But Andrew, what you were getting at about like the bigger the newscaster, the worse the performance. To compliment the MCU, Pat Kiernan knocking it out of the park. New York won. Yeah, oh, dude, absolutely. Pat Kiernan, one of the most influential figures in the MCU. Honestly, yep. he needs to. He needs a, a star on the on the Walk of Fame. Honestly, I agree. Best in the business. It's so fucked up that in No Way Home, where like again, blissfully, it's New York City centric. We didn't get that motherfucker saying a single word. It's all fake. J. Jonah Jameson. No, isn't there one? I I thought Pat was in there. I could have swore he was. I think towards the start, maybe. Yes. I th- Real. Okay. Yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I left the theater bumming. There was oh, no Pat Kiernan. Wait, were you talking about Spider? I guess maybe I just missed it. Spider Man. Yeah. 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 He's. I think he's yeah. like. He's talking about like the events of Mysterio or whatever at the start, I believe. Oh, I must have just missed. You know what? I saw it at a draft house. I was drinking during the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah. that'll happen. Um, but so like now the thing is, oh man, this let's reboot the server. So he lo- next joke's coming. He forgets who he is. Uh, again, could be an existential crisis. Not really. Uh, this is what Joe Curie kind of explains that he was programmed to love her because not that I ever loved you, but you know, I just, you were right next to me and I just made this creepy character that liked all the things you were liking. And I'm like, I don't know. What about this uh-huh. guy just has to go to the bank? I don't know. You know, like that. <laughs> uh, but so she realizes that she has to kiss him to make him remember. And that's sort of something. I guess you know, they, I they guess. do that. 
I, I truly be, guess. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, Keys. So Keys, the whole thing is he's like the AI is is is, is on its own. It's it's this beautiful thing. It's like the it's the first of its kind. Ryan Reynolds, and like if you were Taika and you found out about this, you'd be like. Oh, I'm taking that. That's mine. I own that shit. Yeah. And I'm Money maker sell it. scheme. I've got to sell it. What does Taika do? He's like, shut it down. Yes. Destroy it. I want it that. And like, that's just the wiping of the first thing. Like, the servers is the last thing they do when the fucking bridge is about to be destroyed. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's why he takes the axe to the servers. But like, this whole point is just like, we look, we can't make a 90-minute movie. We cannot do it. So we have to add this amnesia plot, yes. which is like, it's no different than any other amnesia plot. Amnesia plots are always fucking stupid. Yep. This is no different. <laughs> but the fact because you were clever about it doesn't make it any more, uh, any less stupid. It, do, well, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, the movie doesn't need it. The movie doesn't like the, the fact that like, oh, we lost the, the, the fucking disc that has the footage of my game on it. Oh, we can just go there. And this is what we t- do. NPC writes really hard. Uh, he gives this whole impassioned speech. And this is where the movie talks. Uh, it's I think it's one of the better jokes of the movie for sure. But it's also like, what do we try to say here? Because it's like this whole thing about like he gets all the NPCs uh, in the park and he's like, guys, uh, what do you you know? We're not in the real world. Uh, she's from the real world. You don't. How many bank robbers do you have in your uh, in the real world? It's like, not many at all, uh, guy. And it's like, uh, well, how many times have you seen a corpse? Like, I've never seen a corpse, guys. Like, is gun pro- violence a problem in your world? She's like, well, actually, yeah, it's a huge problem. And I'm like, that that's that's a great joke. <laughs> yes, but then, yes. but yeah. the gun mm-hmm. fetishism in this movie is off the fucking charts. So then, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, but like, well, I mean, it's kind of like uh, you know, criticizing the system you're living in. Sure. Well, the thing is, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. they're going to engage in it, okay. and we're going to have fun with it. But don't don't forget, at the end, for five seconds, you'll see that new game, Life Itself. Where we can live with dinosaurs and be nice to each other. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the ideal world, I guess. Is the idea as opposed to like, oh, I don't know, man. I I think the fucking people that designed Life itself never saw a little movie called Jurassic. Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. The cool free guy got killed for real in the new game by a dinosaur attack. Dude, I see that dinosaur walking around at the end of that movie. I was like, look out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody seemed to care. No. Just say hi to him. Stop using violence. <laughs> mm. I like the gag of the fat guy who won't put his arms down. That's fun. You know, cre- credit where credit's due. That guy's fun. funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so all the NPCs decide, you know, yeah, we're going to basically go on strike and they ditch their routines and all kind of like hang out at the coffee shop or whatever. And it's, it is kind of a funny moment. Like, I can imagine if you're playing one of these games and like you go into the world, like if you just started playing GTA and like, the streets were empty, like the beginning of fucking Vanilla Sky or something. Like it, this, this moment was like kind of interesting or whatever. But then, like any kind of interest I had in all of this is completely wiped because right here is the moment of the movie where Taika says, "What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> it's really good, mm. goddamn. It's, really it's really a lot, uh, right? And that's because you do get the NPCs are you know they're they're having their rights powwow, so they can't call." the police and military and up them to five badges. So right. This is sort yes. of the solution is to upload dude. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. dude. It's like you have this, uh, really like beaten down, exhausted, frustrated team 
working at Taika's video game company that seems to be like pretty much just the team that's in charge of Free City 2. And I do like that there are some gags where he's like asking them to do stuff and it's like that you're a fucking moron yes. and shouldn't be in this leadership role. Like there's a lot of those jokes, but they're like, yeah, okay. He's like, put, put dude in the game. And they're like, dude, isn't done yet. You know? And he just, the hubris of it all. So in comes dude, uh, or get, get dude ready, I yeah. guess is the idea. But then they, they boot everybody. They kick everybody out of the game, which I feel like, yeah, again, if you're like the Fortnite people, you know, it's it's like a fucking five alarm fire if everybody gets kicked out of there, yeah. right? Like oh, that's yeah. your whole your whole fucking business. It's such a big switchboard a, lighting up. <laughs> yeah. It's such a big historical event that eight and a half years from now Jeopardy will reference it. It's that big of a deal. <laughs> it's that big. It's real to me, goddammit. <laughs> uh but yeah, so this is we realize there's this like, you know, bridge that guy has to cross. Uh, you know, and if he can get to the end of the bridge, that's where like the secret island is or whatever. And in comes dude, and you sort of just see like from behind, like this Jack fucking guy. And then like you see what's going on here, and it is a deep faked Ryan Reynolds mm. on the body of a real life bodybuilder. Well, the the oh. joke is because when once a uh, guy becomes this cultural phenomenon. Right, uh, what do you call it there? Uh, uh, Taika Waititi's like, oh, we should put him in the new game. He'll be put him in the new game. It's going to be fantastic. We'll we'll make him even cooler. And this is that version of it. And you'll notice. Oh, I, I totally. That's why he's got that a one. dub yes. tattoo of a blue shirt on his enormous body because it's like that's right. kind of got like it. the corporate yeah. joke. You see, right. Andrew, whereas a uh, uh, blue shirt guy was the good guy who would mm. get his points by stealing guns and stopping uh -huh. murders uh -huh. like Tipper uh -huh. Gore wanted to all those <laughs> uh -huh. years ago. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. The bad guy here, he wants to hurt people. Mm. He wants mm. to bash people. Oh, he wants some violence. Big Burr. violence stuff. And then, uh, yeah, they fight, and the fucking lightsaber comes out, and I scream. Oh, well, that, well for, yeah, yes. first he, he, <laughs> he, dude gears up for what's called a death blow when, I guess, your fist goes red. Maybe sure. this is a reference to something I'm not picking up, but that's fine, because I'm a grampy, I'm a thousand years old. And exactly. he's trying sure. to... Well, you know, Eric, yeah, you know what yeah. I was thinking of, dude? Not for nothing, because I know you and I both watched this movie recently. Is it possible it's a fucking Five Fingers of Death reference? I guarantee you it's not. <laughs> <laughs> because Fair that enough. movie, also known as King Boxer, is kind of good and fun, and uh, this and that. I would love if it was influenced by it, but, uh, but probably not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Sean Levy's watching Kung Fu movies. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, all I know is that in that movie, when uh, the hero gets ready to use his fucking Five Fingers of Death move, his hands glow red is that is know. that is true i did not make that connection wow yeah so i'm sure here it's just stupid like oh red means tough or firm <laughs> yeah um, right. and yeah. right when it's about to happen he goes into his inventory pulls out a big shield uh it's the captain america shield and they do the avengers score drop and i'm like ladies you and better believe ladies it. and gentlemen Fuck <laughs> christ it's just like, you know, pissing. At this point, 
fucking Walt Disney should just piss on the 20th Century Fox logo because that's and what this the, was. What, right? what, <laughs> what else I hate yep. about this is Ryan Reynolds is mugging at the camera about it like he knows. Oh, like, yes. Like, like Mr. Free Guy's watching the Avengers movies just like everyone else. And then cut to, cut to Chris Evans just to fucking put the cherry on top. Not the cherry. Yeah. That's the fucking... That's the hearse, my friend. That I mean, like <laughs> the fucking runoff of, of the end of this reference. It's like when Chris Evans is like, holy shit, what the heck? It's like, fant- and I, I, Chris Evans is fine, whatever. But it's just like, <laughs> it's over. Like the joke. I, yeah. It, Everyone is glued to the screen, though. Even the mega celebrities are watching the, the, the trials and tribulations of Mr. Free Guy. <laughs> hey, we should point out, because I'm going to stop a bunch of tweets here. Not only does he have Captain yes. America's shield, his other hand turns into a Hulk arm and he punches him. Yeah. Ah. Here's the thing. Only, on, uh, sorry, but only funny move in this whole thing. And, you know, Steve, I know you're not a fan of this nerd kid in the real world, but. I had another big laugh because it's a it's not a the kids being derogatory towards the mother or whatever. It's the kid trying to be inclusive to, with the mother. They cut back to the the guy who's got um, Channing Tatum as his avatar. <laughs> and this dude just goes, mom, he's coming in with the death. <laughs> yeah. I thought, you're right. You're right. I I was kind of hooting and, and again, that. That was pretty The actor funny. is funny, I think. You know what I mean? He's, he's, a, he's a funny actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it's just... The fucking... Also, because we're talking about themes, too. When the lightsaber Jesus comes up, Christ. you better My believe God. that Star Wars <laughs> Which drop is like, happens. Is that just like someone up in the audience? Like, oh, Star Wars? Like, I mean, like, what? Like, I <laughs> know is, what a lightsaber is, is the... folks. I don't need the score. Yep. But, Steve, I think you're right, man. That is a really loud audio drop towards the end of this movie to wake Dad up so he can start fumbling for the car keys. But now this is like basically two Disney references in a row. Change it up. Make him pull out, I don't know, the fucking knife dildo dick thing from Seven. Got it. Yeah, so uh-huh. something from the yeah, 20th yeah. Century Fox universe. Or like, yeah. why, That's why what- doesn't he have Wolverine claws? You know what I mean? That would be something. Yep. There's also yep. a Deadpool yep. poster well, in this movie. Don't you fucking worry about it. Oh, is there really? <sighs> yeah. I think the, the, the nerd kid's got a big Deadpool poster. Uh, why not? Checks out. But I think also around here, too, there are, because this is where you he uses the portal gun again. There's another gun from another game yes. I don't recognize. I'm sure other people did. And you all just went. <laughs> because that's the only fucking reaction you can have to this. Little, the the subest basis to fucking reference. Lil Rel fucking you know comes in and helps him here. By the way, I found it. I was just uh, sorry, Steve. I was just looking at the uh, IMDb trivia in his climactic fight against Dude. Guy uses multiple weapons from other movies and video games, including Captain America's shield, Hulk's fist, the gravity gun from Half Life Two. That's what you're referencing there. Ah, yeah, the yeah. The portal yeah. gun yeah. from Portal and the rainbow smash axe from Fortnite and Star Wars's lightsaber. Hey, there you go. There you go. Fun stuff. You see this, Paul? Uh, uh, gravity gun. Gravity gun. <laughs> ah, hey, hey, Paul, can I have some uh, end of creativity as we know it music? Gravity gun. Gravity gun. Gravity gun. David. Oh, excellent. Um, 
yeah, so whatever, like Lil Rel like helps him and then they defeat the guy by showing giving the sunglasses to him and like now he realizes he wants to do other stuff or something. It's fucking oh, funny. He's like too dumb. He's just running around to chase the colors or whatever. Yes. And like, yes, the gag is like, because it's an unfinished thing. Like he can't speak in full sentences. He keeps you saying know? catchphrase. So like, uh, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Catchphrase and like insert joke here basically is the idea, which like, Hey, pretty convenient screenplay. The only, part, only mm-hmm. time I thought that was really funny was uh, when he says adjective. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Lil Rel like they yeah, dude decides he's had this epiphany and he runs off. So Lil Rel's like, all right, man, you know I'm your your fucking best bud. Like we're gonna do this together. We're gonna cross the bridge and this simultaneously in the real world. Taika is going fucking Jack Nicholson on all these servers. He's got this fucking axe and he's knocking all these servers I out or whatever. I feel like you might Frank Grimes yourself in this situation. You just <laughs> sure. it like oh, a yeah. fucking fully plugged in server like that? I don't know, dude. Well, you know, that's why it's very smart that he's got a wooden handle mm, axe. Though, yeah, that's Steve, true. You know? So worst, worst thing that could happen to him, which would still be rad to see, is like, I don't know, a bunch of fucking sparks burn his face or something. <laughs> he turns into Christopher nice. Walken at the end of fucking Batman Returns. <laughs> oh, yes! That's We need more fucking skeletons mm-hmm. like that in movies, goddammit. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah, so as he's doing that, as the servers are all collapsing, the city is collapsing and everything inside the game, and, you know, a big sort of... Uh, separation happens between Guy and Buddy and Lil Rel's like, hey, just go on without me, man. I got you that far. I'm so happy right now. And he like drops into the nothingness. And this, I think, I think was my biggest LOL of the movie where it cuts to like the lobby of this video game company office building and all the security guards are standing in the lobby watching the thing go down on the TV because Lil Rel, of course, remember, was a security guard in the game. And this, you have this huge jack dude and he goes, that security guard right there was a goddamn hero. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just was laughing. You're allowed. I don't know. There is another. It was late. I don't Joe Curie has been fired at this point, um, and he's the one who's streaming this whole thing. And he just texts uh, Jody Comer, the the server or or ser- right. servers exclamation servers exclamation point she's like oh Taika Waititi's got an axe to the servers got it I'll be right there <laughs> absolutely perfect time for a complete sentence uh-huh. mm-hmm. but and he- she's able to because I guess life is like a video game she's able to just to get into this facility and get into the server room without any problem identification anything it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when when she she has like an open lawsuit pending against the company and Taika Waititi himself, like yeah, yeah. okay, let him write in. And I guess ev- she I guess everyone's says, hey, too glued on the fucking uh, feeds on the Twitch streams. Even the security oh, guards, course. like you said, are watching it. Yeah. So, oh right, true. Yeah, they're, they're not just like I, I checking t- their Twitter <laughs> or you know watching last night's football game or talking to their girlfriend. No, they are fucking totally glued on what fucking Gleep Gloop 26 is doing in the silly video game. You're yeah. right. No, you're totally right. And Taiko Waititi is, is over poor Paul Giamatti's back saying, hit him again! Hit him again! <laughs> I mean, that's the thing too. Is like, not only are we doing, we're, we're so Truman Show because he's on the water. Like he's trying to touch the surface. You know what I mean? He's literally yep. trying yep. to touch the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so she basically says, I will drop my lawsuit and give you the rights to everything if you don't crush that last server. 
she wants to save all right. the all, all the NPCs, including her uh, NPC boyfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you know, yeah. So, you know, he makes it. He makes it to the island. It's a beautiful little place, and I guess they can live forever. It goes on that you know. There's this thing where Taika, when they're making that deal, him and Jodie Comer, you know, he's like, all right, so you're not going to try to, like, get me for any royalties going forward, you know, even with Free City 2, Free City 3, Free City 4. And she's like, no, 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 we just want our code so we can go make Free Life. And he's like, well, nobody's going to want to play Free Life. And it's this whole, like, it's not about making money. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. okay. See, see, see how long you can ride that train. Uh, you know, and then, oh, well, wouldn't you know it? They didn't have to worry about that because free life becomes a huge game. And for s- the biggest indie game of all time. On Good Morning America, there's footage of Taika Waititi being arrested for something. And I'm really unclear. Something. I'm really unclear about that. Like, he's like, Corporate self sabotage, maybe. So. I mean, you know, uh, violence against servers. I guess is part of it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think property it, damage. I, well, they say something because it's supposed to be a little time uh, after the events of the most of the film, and uh, they say fraud, but like literally, it's like, and Free City Two is a bomb. People <laughs> oh, that's fucking it. Yep. hate it. And that's yep. what I think he's going to jail for uh, is because they oh, don't man. like the game. Oh, boy, if we could just jail people for making bad video games. Huh? You know, Mother, I uh, was watching Good Morning America today. Apparently that uh, Mortal Kombat 11 isn't doing quite as well as people thought. <laughs> Heard that on Good Morning America today. Th- thankfully, I saw that story on GMA, Mother. <laughs> President of uh, Blizzard Entertainment is going up the river. <laughs> Turns out Diablo 2 wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Um, dude, and like, so you you fucking totally, totally 100% think that this movie is over with. And then like, she pulls this video out of her ass where it's like him being like, by the way, that other video, this is Joe Keery talking. He's like, by the way, that other video where I was like, oh, yeah, I just had to do something and base it on something, right? Actually, I'm totally in love with mm-hmm. you. <sighs> and she's, like, enchanted, but then she realizes, like, she's got to break up with this fucking AI. Oh, man. Well, here's the thing. And I mean, like, I actually don't even mind any of this. Again, because I do think Joe Curie and Jodie Comer are good, and they have decent chemistry. Like, the end of the movie, then, has to be this sweet moment with them on the screen. And that's and then and then absolutely credits. and yep. then yes. credits. Yep. Then you've like sort of said like video games kind of are fun, aren't they? But like real human emotion actually trumps that, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yep. and you you know that Ryan Reynolds is okay. Like you know what I mean? It's kind of a cool twist. It's like, oh, he was just a video game character. It's more about what Joe Curie's story was. That's a, that's exactly. And it's not right. a great ending, but it's it's an ending. You know, but mm-hmm. yeah, and like they do this whole thing where it's like he says, you know you want a cup of coffee you want to go get a cup of coffee she's like no and he goes all right well i'll bring you one back then she discovers that video so the the final scene is like she runs to the coffee shop and they're like across the street and it's actually it's weird but it's also nice like there's no dialogue Mm -hmm. they just kind of like look at each other and then finally when there's no cars coming and by the way you know normally in these kind of situations i'm like oh fuck where's the meet joe black situation (laughs) yes but 
this movie has clearly lined up that like that shit only happens in the video game world. So, you know, they're both totally fine. So you're like waiting for it. They come together in the middle of the street, kiss and hug and yada, yada. And you're right, Steve, that should be the end of this movie. But we cannot help ourselves. There's another check and back. In. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, <laughs> another one in the way. But you're right. We go. We go back to free life. And here's Ryan Reynolds again. And boy, and this is a massive fucking cop out. Lil Rel's character is just alive, yes. even though he was deleted for, and like that actually held some weight. Of course, it was something. Of God forbid, anything. Eh. And he's alive and well. And not that I'm complaining about seeing the man again. I think he's great, but that character was fucking deceased, and the movie was better for him. And yep. and he's hanging. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is hanging out with that monstrosity dude character, and it's like you know all <laughs> the jokes are back and blah blah blah. And yes, the cute ending that we had, the ending to sort of a romantic comedy, which this might have been. Uh, right. is, is, is out of, that's out of the movie at this point because you've shown me one more scene that's right you totally fucking forget it and it's just the scene with Lil Rel being like wow I thought I was dead but I guess I'm not what do we do here and Ryan Reynolds is like whatever we want and that ladies and gentlemen is the end of this movie we get the fucking slow weird haunted music box version of uh, fantasy again this tr- this trend has to stop. This trend absolutely has to stop where we have some great fucking pop tune or maybe even just a mediocre pop tune. And then you get some fucking Dickensian ghost <laughs> to fucking cover it slowly and eerily. I'm so over it. Like, listen, not all of you can be the chromatics. I'm fucking mm-hmm. sorry. Okay. Yeah. But like enough already with this enough not every uh female singer songwriter is cat power mm-hmm. you know it it, yep. it it just it doesn't happen like that god damn that's dumb and you know this movie doesn't even have the decency to add a stinger of any kind no that's good actually um <laughs> yeah no that's a breath of points but no but no but let's no wait wait but like this this in a like two hours in a sea of bad decisions all of a sudden, you're going to make a good decision at the end of this movie? I don't think so. You drop a stinger. Yeah, that's fair. You drop a stinger right in yeah, there. Yeah. I will. You get an instant star in a movie by fucking ending at the credits. That's one star you get. Uh-huh. Oh, speaking of stars, Steve, would you recommend this movie? I would not. I think, you know, I used to like Ryan Reynolds. He has just been an autopilot. He's just Deadpool. And I even liked when he was Deadpool that first time. And even that second one, because I, yep. I like cable quite a bit. Uh, I digress. <laughs> but, you know, he, you know, I, I liked I liked his thing, but that's all he does. And it's just dripping in irony and it cuts the fucking air out of the balloon in every fucking scene he's in. Therefore, this movie can't have stakes. And this this free guy character should have stakes. Uh, it's not the most original movie I've ever seen. I'll tell you that much fucking 20th Century Fox. So maybe you should stop fucking sucking your own dick about it. Uh, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Uh, Chris Cabin. Uh, yeah, all that, of course. Uh, uh, Steve is right on the money. Uh, I also, I, I hate this movie. Uh, don't watch it ever. Uh, it, it goes to the thing about movies just not being able to be one thing anymore. Mm. You have to be 17 things. You can't be a romance between these two uh, keys and, and Jodie Comer's character. Like, you couldn't do that. It had to be uh, an action movie, and it had to be Ready Player One, and then it had to be uh, fucking Matrix, and it had to be all these other fucking movies. It, it's literally like Matrix if one of the Sentinels, like, became nice <laughs> and was, like, <laughs> remade the whole Matrix in its image of being nice. Yeah. And, like, it sucks so much. 
Uh, and, and, and just to uh, under, underline it, I did like Ryan Reynolds at some point, but at this point, it's like every time I have to turn it off. <laughs> uh, Eric Siska. Yeah, no, I, I, I want to say again, for people out there that do like it, I think it's okay to like it. It's not my cup of tea. I think there's a lot of flaws here. I agree with everything Steve and Chris has said. That said, Ryan Reynolds, I mean, I, I still get why people like him. He's He's very charming even in these moments i don't think he has much of a character here or anything to gleam on to but he can deliver a joke when he needs to but other than that i i i really dislike the movie and like we said earlier i think it's making me think of better movies that done the similar concept that are also bad like ready player one which i think is better than this now i mean so the good thing about movies is they keep on coming and uh, somehow the bad ones look better because another one coming, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Eric, I think you're totally right, man. And we can just only hope that you know better movies start coming. I guess we got a whole month's worth of shit that did not work last year, right? Um, and yeah, you know, I don't disagree with anything you guys say. I feel like I was with this movie a lot more uh, than you guys were, but like the third act really destroyed any goodwill that I had built up towards this movie because honestly through so much of it I was thinking and even like say like Chelsea and I were talking about it and it was like okay like yeah it's sort of like aping GTA fine you need to set up somewhere but like for the most part I was like cool it's free of like other IP and like the fact that by the time I got to the credits I heard both the theme song to the Avengers and fucking Star Wars <laughs> kiss my fucking ass man like Honest to God, just make a thing that's one thing and just let it be that thing. And this movie, maybe it wouldn't have been great, but it would have been better for it if they left that stuff out. And as far as Ryan Reynolds goes, like, I really like that guy. I have no ill will against him. I just wish he was a little more choosy these days and, you know, branched away from the Ryan reynolds of it all because it's just it's been done you're more than Deadpool, dude. I know you're more than Deadpool because you were doing things that entertained me before Deadpool. Let's figure out what we can do there. Uh, but yeah, I would not recommend this movie. I almost last night thought I was going to, but this discussion this evening has turned me right around. You can just, you can fucking keep it. And Lord knows, you know, in 2024, we'll probably be doing Worst of 23 and Free Guy 2 is going to be on it. Uh, but that is Free Guy, directed by Sean Levy. Yikes and a half. Uh, if you want more We Hate Movies, of course, check out uh, patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Got a lot of great stuff going up on there. If you're still playing catch up from last month, we got the American Movie-mentary, which went up uh, late in December. A ton of fun. Us just having a good time watching a really great documentary. Uh, that's like, I know a lot of folks like, don't sync with the films and I always recommend you sync with the movie but this was one of the ones when I was QCing I was like you can listen to this without watching the movie and it's fucking hilarious because you're listening to us like have a really good time with it <laughs> yeah uh but yeah so there's a lot of stuff of course coming up all all your faves will be back this month Melro 210 of course the Nexus will be back AD it's all happening but the worst of 2021 continues next week Steve Sadak what are we talking about Oh, dude, let's roll out the balls and fucking get some slam dunks. It's Space Jam 2, baby. Oh, why did we back to back it? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I don't. That's a great question. There's Fuck. another one coming. There's another one coming. There's, there's another one coming. There there's always another fucking IP orgy coming, is there mm-hmm. not? Oh, man. So until next week, when we may die on the air, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Next episode coming. <laughs> Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. <laughs> 